This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I just love the camera. You, you, y'all, y'all can't see it, but y'all can just hear him pouring. You just hear him go, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing all hard, pouring that shit. Yes. That'd be perfect. I see. <clears throat> you gonna try it or you gonna wait till after the theme music? Probably go wait. You go wait? Yeah. Well, Chris, go in and send him into it then. Alrighty. Theme music. Get close to that microphone when you do it. Theme music. Is it turned on? Is it? Can you hear me? Oh. Ah, that's it wasn't turned on. That's my fault. I'll take that. Oh, whoops. Is this on? Uh, yes. Yours is on. Yeah, All right. Mine, mine is on. All right, let's press the button. Let's press. That's that's fine. All right. Yeah, anyway, that's if you got USB, you're good. All right. The music. There you go. Didn't it sound much nicer that time? Let's go. Video What is happening? I'm Brent. Oh, y'all ain't guessing no more. Say it. Yep, Chris. And I'm Cam. And this is the Home Video Hustle where we do what, y'all? H-U-S-T-L-E Hustle. Or? Hustle. Motherfucking hustle. Damn it, Cam. Damn it. <laughs> Dang, I had to pull out the throwback. You couldn't remember the first. Let's see who the real listeners are. <laughs> Cameron's in there sipping on alcohol. Well, he, he looking malicious while he does it. Oh, he's going down it. I'm going to go ahead and let him do it. <laughs> Look at him. Damn. Did you even taste it? <sighs> Look at him. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. It's like Usher letting it burn and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Chris and Cameron are back. PJ's still off. Man, he, I think he was shooting a music video or something he said today. Hey. I think that's what he said. He said he was going to go to the studio and then he might have been shooting a music video. So I don't know. Can you hear me from down here? Yes. Okay. Good. Can you hear me now? Good. Good. <laughs> this week on the podcast, they didn't get to pick. I mean, I picked the movie this time, but there's a reason why. We watched The Lawnmower Man, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Because I was fucking around with my Super Nintendo Classic and putting some legally obtained games on there. And one of the games I put on there was The Lawnmower Man. And I was playing it. And Cameron didn't know it was based off a movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I was telling him about the movie. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We just going to watch the damn movie. Why not? Then yeah, why not? And I've, I got the director's cut and never watched it before. I've seen the theatrical cut a bunch of times. I used to like this movie a lot when I was younger. This is my first time seeing the director's cuts. I didn't, y'all didn't need them. Why the camera, of course not. You hadn't seen it before. You said you've seen the Nostalgia Critic Review, right? Yes, I have. 
And uh, when I watched it, I honestly didn't know what was going on in it. Uh, the Lissage Creek review, and now, now there's more context actually after actually watching it. I thought you were going to say you watched it and still didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> this is the most notes I've written in a long time. Like, I ain't wrote that many notes in forever. There's actually a lot of shit going on in this movie. Right. But The Lawnmower Man is episode 259. Mm-hmm. Getting there. Came out in 1992. How much do y'all think this cost to make? Uh, this was a Stephen King joint, right? Well, funny enough, it's called The Lawnmower Man and not Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man because Stephen King sued to get his name taken off of this shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because the, the, basically, the, the original short story, if I remember correctly, was about a guy. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it was. He, um, I, all I remember about it was that he would be butt naked eating grass or some shit like that. Let me look Fuck. this up real quick. <laughs> okay. Let me look up. I Man, that sound like something he would do. Mm-mm. Why is it? Oh, that's why. Oops. So he Lama. sued. Did he win money? Or yeah, that's why he just won his name. Well, I, don't, I think he just got his name on it. No, that's weak. You just said, I don't want nothing to do with this shit. All right. Plot summary of the Lawnmower Man book, because this is completely different from the movie pretty much. Mm-hmm. Harold Parquet is in need of a new lawn mowing service. The summer before, a neighbor's cat was accidentally killed when another neighbor's dog chased it under the mower. Harold has been putting off hiring new help for the summer, but when he sees an ad for a mowing service, he calls. A van reading pastoral greenery soon pulls up to his home. The man working for the service, a hairy, pot-bellied fellow, is shown the overgrown backyard and is hired. Harold is enjoying a rest as he reads the paper, wondering about the lawnmower man mentioning Circe, who is an enchantress and a minor goddess in Greek mythology and religion. Mm-hmm. Mm, Circe. When- Cersei. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, he knows someone. When he hears the lawnmower outside, startled, he races to the back porch and sees the lawnmower man running by itself and the naked lawnmower man following it on all fours and eating the grass. See, I knew what I was talking about. Oh, the lawnmower seemingly deliberately chases and kills a mole, and Harold faints. When Harold revives, the lawnmower man explains that this new method introduced by his boss grants substantial benefits and that he makes sacrificial victims of customers who cannot appreciate the process. Harold, though unnerved, allows the lawnmower man to return to work. As soon as the man is out of sight, he desperately calls the police, but is interrupted by the lawnmower man who reveals him his boss's name, Pan. Anybody you know Pan is? Pan, um, I... Uh, it's something, feels like something in Greek mythology, but I can't remember. In ancient Greek religion and mythology, Pan is the god of the wild, shepherds Fertility, and flocks. Rustic music and impromptu... Yeah, and companion of the nymphs. Yes. I thought it was fertility. I'm trying to see you. Aha, there you go. Uh, he is also recognized as the god of fields, groves, wooded glens, and often affiliated with sex. Because so, of this, yeah. Pan is connected to fertility and the season of spring. So, yeah, yeah, he's a fucking rapist in Greek. Oh, well, a lot of those Greek dudes are <laughs> yeah. rapists. Really rapist, <laughs> That's yep. Him and Zeus used to work together. The lawnmower briefly chases Harold through his living room before brutally slaughtering him. When the police arrive... They conclude that Harold was murdered and dismembered by a schizophrenic sex maniac. Jesus. As they leave, the scent of freshly cut grass hangs strongly in the air. No mentions of virtual reality whatsoever because it had nothing to do with the plot. And that is why Stephen King said, fuck that movie. It has nothing to do. There's one scene in this movie that takes from that story. And it's when the dude gets chased around his house by the lawnmower. That's that's the only fucking thing taken from Stephen King in this whole plot. Somebody said, we need to make this edgy and hip. What it says, this film was actually adapted from an original screenplay entitled Cyber God. Uh, The title comes from the short story from Stephen King. Both stories involved a gardener who operates a lawnmower, but the film has little similarity to King's story. 
Originally titled Stephen King's Lawnmower Man, he successfully sued to have his name removed from the credits. He won further damages when his name was included in the title of the home video release. Mm. Uh. So they took it. He's like, okay, we take your name off the movie, but fuck you. And we put it on tape. It's going to say Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. He's like, no, fuck you. Take it, take all, it all off. And you're going to pay me now because y'all fucking with me now. Mm -hmm. oh, and that's why I showed Cameron the trailer to the movie. And if you guys watch the YouTube video, which you should, you saw in the trailer, it says, from the mind of Stephen King. No, they, oh. it blanked out. Ah. It, it probably originally said it. it was like from the mind of ah. comes a story you know it, it blanked out hard as fuck yeah that's fucking terrible it was hilarious matter of fact here well, I, mean, I just showed cause Chris I was to Chris I said, I'm yeah I think he said from the imagination of that's what it was from the imagination of nobody nobody you love it like me nobody so you like me nobody <laughs> <laughs> There you go. The Lamar Man is now on Blu-ray, if you didn't know. From the imagination <laughs> comes the story of <laughs> Like, denied. Stephen King said, fuck that shit. Oh, look what comes up in the related videos under that. The Nostalgia Critic. Of the course. The Lawnmower the Man. That's only eight months ago. That's why you remember it, bro. So yes, it's not Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. It's just the Lawnmower Man. The Lawnmower Man. Now, how much do y'all think this cost to make? Keep in mind, it's 1992, and there's a fuckload of CG going on. Uh, I'm gonna guess 50 mil. Wrong. Is it my turn? Yep. Probably like 10 mil. Really? Ten million dollars. All that CG is only oh, ten mil. Oh, right. Ninety-two though. Yeah, ten yeah. million. Oh shit. How much you think this made though? Think it was a hit? Think it was a flop? What you think? Uh, did, you don't hear much about it afterwards. Hey, there is a sequel. There is a sequel. I have it upstairs, too. You can watch it one day. I will say 11. You think it barely made its money back? You are wrong! Well, I'm going to say if there's a sequel, I feel like that in the trailer, you see all this weird new shit. These nerds would have loved it. Mm -mm. It had to make at least 20 mil off of it, so 30 31, 34, 30, 30, 30. 30? 30 even. I don't like winning. Wrong! Wrong. <laughs> it's a little bit more than 30. 31? Wrong! 32? 32. 32.1 32. <laughs> 32. million dollars. So I technically it made money. 32. It made it money. It made money. That's it made what money. It didn't make a lot, but it made money. Oh, and we, as like I said, we watched the director's cut. Theatrical cut is like an hour and 48 minutes. This version we watched is two hours and 22 minutes long. So it's a way longer version. IMDb score, something 0.4 out of 10. What do y'all think? 5.4. Mm, 5.4 oh, out of 10. Oh, shit. I'm on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> that was immediate. There you go. Now, the Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, out of 100% accumulatively, what do y'all think it got out of 100%? Mm. It's gonna be a weird number. It's gonna be something like 35. 32. 35. Chris got Chris it. Chris is on fire. <laughs> Both, uh, but so the uh, I got the consensus too. The critics said the lawnmower man suffers from a predictable melodramatic script and its once groundbreaking visual effects look dated today. How the fuck is this predictable? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean, know what the hell was going on half talk. <laughs> There's no way they predicted this shit to happen. Well, you remember they're watching the theatrical cut too. That's yeah, the, oh, the theatrical cut was what, probably cut to make it look that like that. That shit is cut the fuck down. Like I said, oh, went from okay. 148 to 222. Yeah, it There's took a out a whole hour out of that. Almost, Almost yeah. a whole hour. I didn't think about it like that. But that's true. Shit, oh, I'm yeah. a 40 fucking minutes of movie got cut up. Audience, 
out of one hundred percent, what do you think the audience thought? Critics didn't like. You think the audience liked it more or less? Hell no, less. Less? What you think then? Thirty-five mm. was the critics. I'll go thirty. What time is it? Five twenty-eight. Twenty-eight percent. You said thirty. You said twenty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> Who said thirty? Chris. Very slightly lower. Those are very slightly higher than that. Thirty-one. Thirty-one <laughs> percent. So the critics actually liked it more than the audience, which I was shocked by. It was directed by Brett Leonard. Familiar with that name at all? Brett Leonard. Hell no. Man, you, you wouldn't be. You would none of y'all. Only he didn't direct. The, he he did music videos. Only other movies I know of that he directed was a movie called Virtuosity, which also I'm pretty sure was about like virtual reality. It was actually um, oh what's the fucker's name? Russell Crowe and uh, Denzel Washington beefing in that movie. Denzel Washington was a good guy. Denzel, Den, what was it? Um, he was like. Uh, Russell Crowe was like supposed to be like a, a a combination of different serial killers or some shit like that. What is the plot of Virtua? Hold on. Oof. Cause I remember, I think that's another movie that nobody liked when it came up. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like me anytime I'm trying to use my phone when I need it. That's what it'd be. Oh, okay. So when a virtual reality simulation created using the personalities of multiple serial killers manages to escape into the real world, an ex-cop is tasked with stopping its reign of terror. So pretty much a similar fucking plot in a way. But this time just with Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. Yeah. And then uh, the only other movie I knew of his was a movie called Highlander, The Source. Hmm. Which is the last Highlander movie. That one doesn't have... No, uh, it was a Highlander TV show that had a different actor in it. So Raiden was in the movies, TV show dude, but then they did a movie called Highlander Endgame where they both were together, but Raiden died in that movie. Spoilers. So Highlander, The Source is just a TV show dude. Only bread I know is Ratner. Oof, well... He gets no love anymore. No. What the hell is that? Brett Ratner directed uh, Rush Hour and shit. What's wrong with him? Sexual harassment. Damn, recently? Yeah, when that Me Too shit popped off, he was one of the first people. Fucking up. Ain't heard from that nigga since. Hollywood out there, folks. Yes, sir. (laughs) The Lawnmower Man is starring Jeff Fahey, which I know best from Psycho 3. If you guys, we reviewed that years ago now. Pierce Brosnan, which of course is who? Bond. James Bond. There you go. And then Jenny Wright, Jeffrey Lewis, Dean Norris, Mark Bringleson, Jeremy Slayton, Colleen Coffey. I don't know any of these other people. Well, I know Dean Norris. I don't know much other people, but mm-hmm. hey. Y'all going to be quiet up there? Okay. All right. I got you. Please be quiet. Good guys. <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> we have children here now, so you may hear them upstairs. I, I'm just ask Chris. How's Lawnmower Man start, Chris? We start uh, in. I got this. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shit. Uh, yeah. That nigga was playing with a monkey and it shit. Before that. Before. Right. You get some text talking about virtual reality. I ain't read none of that shit. Oh well, did you, Chris? He ain't read. I mean, I I read it and summed it up, but I quickly forgot it. Ah. Well. I stuff after the text. What you know? What do you know? Where the monkey is at? VSI? Ooh, what's it stand for? You remember? Virtual. uh, One. I got a virtual. Uh huh. Let's go. Southern Institute. (laughs) Spinal. (laughs) Virtual Science Institute, wasn't it? Ooh. Closer. Okay, Virtual Scientific Institute. Fuck that movie. <laughs> I forgot. He ain't put that shit in the book, did he? <laughs> no. 
Virtual space industries. Virtual oh, space. Way off. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even in space. No, but it's cyberspace. <laughs> there you go. All right, tell me about this monkey. Who's playing with monkey? <laughs> uh, James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Shake that monkey. Damn right. It's got. He's got him started on a in a virtual reality simulation. Mm-hmm. Getting him uh, uh, doing some test runs with him. I think final test runs or something like that. They're doing basically this motherfucker is experimenting, trying to like give like monkeys intelligence through VR. And he's got some what what I wrote the note down. What was it called? Project Five Serum. He has injected it with, which makes it very angry and rage inducing. It breaks loose and it fucking no the, no yeah it, it it shows it but it doesn't it shows it in like VR. But you see the, the guard get his fucking face blown out, shoots a dude in the face. You remember that? It's literally just yeah. the fucking monkey from Time Splitters too. Ah, there you go. It actually reminded me of just like I was just, when I first saw it, I was like, "What in the Planet of the Apes am I looking at?" Oh, it does look like that. It look like RoboCop in that one. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't remember the monkey shooting nobody. Yeah, they show it from the monkey POV. You see the VR. You just see like the dual silhouette, and you just see like a big explosion yeah, happen behind his head. The first Terminator scenes. Ah, yeah. There you go. I don't remember nothing really until the monkey gets to the shed. Well, Doctor Angelo, Pierce Brosnan. Wakes up from his night a nightmare, and his wife doesn't give any fucks because he's smoking in bed. She's like, I hate when you smoke in bed. He gets a phone call saying that the ape is gone. Where does it go to, Cameron? The shed. The where's the shed at? Behind a church. The where? monkey must have been scared. What? <laughs> I didn't catch where the city's supposed to be. Or I don't know if they ever said. Okay, then yeah, it's behind some church. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? That's where the. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the lawnmower dude is at. What's the lawnmower? Oh, Job. There you go. DG. I remember the name Joe because I kept thinking, I kept thinking the mystery science teacher dude. Joel. That's his name is Joel. Yeah. Shit, I was off. You know, Job is a biblical thing. Yeah. The book of Job and all this shit. Yeah. There's a bunch of religious undertones. Well, I don't even know if they're undertones. Is it? I couldn't tell if they were sticking with Joe or Job most of the movie because it's going back. And, I knew kept, that one. Could, what else? Felt one? like they were going back and forth. Was there other? I guess so, with the church. And, uh, you got the church, the priest, you got that stuff, and yeah. I didn't like, think about that. Mm-hmm. They got multiple images of like the cross. cross and, and shit, they, yeah. Because Dr. Angelo gets impaled, he gets his hands impaled on the cross in VR at the end of the movie and all this other oh, shit. shit. He keeps talking, oh, the movie was originally supposed to be called Cyber God, so. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. That went way over my head. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here, folks. <laughs> but yeah, Job is, he, ch- he chilling with that monkey. <laughs> and while that's going and you boy Dr. Angelo's in a board meeting and they're t- basically like hey look you fucked up get this monkey back or else that's right go get, go get that monkey <laughs> get that monkey that funky monkey <laughs> but your boy Joe is he chilling with the monkey because it reminds him of Cybo Man a comic book Cybo <laughs> Man would you read a comic book called Cybo Man no no I've never even heard of it well, it's not real. Uh, nah, I don't think I would. You want to watch Cybo? It Marvel? sounds like something we'd watch if it was like a 90s cartoon. You know, you, you know what it sounds like? You even mentioned it. Like some VR Troopers type it shit. Did. It looked <laughs> like, Man. It looked like VR Troopers. Friday mornings on Fox Q. <laughs> <laughs> it almost reminded me of Turbo Man. 
Uh, he mentioned Turbo Man several times throughout this. Did movie. I? You kept talking about Turbo Man or some shit you were saying. <laughs> Are you just no? I'm sorry, you just kept bringing up Arnold. That's what it was. <laughs> it, because it looked like Total Recall. <laughs> you brought Total Recall. You brought up the Terminator. You I brought did. Up something else too. I can't. Remember. I did bring up. Oh, you was talking about there. fucking Kindergarten Cop at one point for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going through the whole repertoire. Oh, <laughs> the whole nineties. Because he said some about a seizure. He like, said some about a tumor or some shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked like something he would have been in. Like he could have starred in this movie and it would have probably fit better. Well, you know what happened when he tried to play a professor, right? You know what I'm talking about? No. Everybody, chill. Oh, shit. <laughs> he, was be, he was supposed to be a scientist in that movie. Yeah, I forgot about Dr. that. Dr. Victor Freeze, Batman and Rock. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> be cool, Bird Boy. <laughs> Stay cool, Bird Boy. <laughs> What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. Fuck, <laughs> was that the one with the back credit card? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. And I make a controversial opinion, and I'm going to get yelled at on Twitter for this. You like that fucking movie? I know, I, I've said that before many times. I'm going to say something even harder. I'm going to go harder than that. Ooh, shit. I like Batman and Robin more than The Batman. The 89 one? The new one. Ooh, you just hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, I will say this. It's not a better movie. It's more entertaining than the Batman. Entertaining? Yeah. First yeah. of all, the new Batman was boring as fuck. <laughs> God damn. You Half of that people. movie, take that shit out. I, was, like, I, I, gave it, I ended up giving it like a 7 out of 10 on my review, but I said that that movie easily could have had like 30 minutes cut out that day. Yeah, like really I could've. nodded off twice. Ain't no reason for the it to first, be three hours. First 15 minutes, I nodded off and had to cut, and then got right back into it when he got to the club. Yes, I know I understand you want to make Batman, you know, serious and detective and all that, but it's like, motherfucker, it's still some comic book shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like... Making a sequel man. to Seven and shit. Like, fuck that, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Ain't, ain't nobody coming to no Batman movie for this shit. Exactly. Yeah, I was just like, I like where you're going, just make it more exciting. Yeah, give me something to, like, give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Batman, I'm back... Well, I mean, the Batman scenes was cool when you got action. He doesn't exactly. get very much action either. Yeah, motherfucker just sitting around like looking depressed and shit the whole week. He's supposed Pretty to be much. gothic and shit. It's supposed to be his first year doing it. I will say that one of the things that made me laugh the hardest, though, is when he found out all the shit about his dad, supposedly, and he went to go out for Africa. got fucked up by an envelope bomb or something, and he's in a coma. And then the first thing mm. you do when he wake up, he's just like, why'd you lie to me? It's like, bitch, I just woke up. <laughs> you saw his face just, you saw Alfred's face just drop. Oh my, like, my thing is, God Batman looked like Robin in the movie. He's you know, <laughs> like young, gothic looking dude. That's always what Robin looked like. He looked like he's supposed to be Robin. That's supposed to be only the second year of Batman. Yeah, oh yeah, you second year. Yeah, this is his second year. bullshit. That nigga's supposed to be buff and shit. You know, gotcha. he works out gotcha. and all that. He, he ain't there yet. He got a fucking home gym. He yeah, ain't he using it. That was nah, weird, though, that, that he was so skinny. Usually them dudes put on a little bit of weight when they do yeah, the Yeah, he's like, supposed what? to have a home gym. Every Batman movie, they show a scene where this motherfucker is at least working out. Yeah, Batman and... Uh, what did I say Batman? What's his name? Uh, fuck. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Robert Michael Bad- Keaton. Okay. Thank you. No, Michael Keaton. Okay. He wasn't really like working out, but there was a scene where he was like hanging upside down and shit, like on a little bar. It's just something like yeah, that. Yeah, like they all got a scene in the movie where they're working out at some point. I mean, you got to work out because you're going out there to get your ass kicked every fucking night. Well, that's the thing. This Batman got his ass kicked a lot. He would have died at the end. Yeah. <laughs> he li- yeah, he literally got his ass kicked like at least two, three times in that movie. That was uh, some, of that, some of that scene, though, where Catwoman saved him was from the cartoon. From an uh, episode called Almost Got Him, mm, where yeah. Joker and all them sat that. around and talked about different oh, ways they almost killed yeah. Batman. 
And they had him at the end where they almost killed him, but then Catwoman came out and saved the day and everything and kicked mm-hmm. Joker's ass and mm-hmm. shit and kicked, well, she kicked everybody's ass. And I think one of them lines is exactly from that fucking episode. I wouldn't be surprised. Because I had just watched the episode, then I watched the movie after you reviewed yeah. it. Yeah. I watched it mm-hmm. again. I feel like it's like a, cut, taking a lot of cuts out of everything out of there. Like this whole movie's kind of based on Batman Year One. And the, the long Halloween. And the long Halloween. I, I yeah. actually wanted to, uh, to go more into long Halloween because that. That storyline kicks ass. I'm not gonna lie. They just put out a version of it because it was in like part one, part two. They just put them all together in yeah, one big long two. ass yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I love that. That's what they did when they did the Dark Knight Returns. I didn't buy one and two. I just bought the one that was the whole long three hour ass movie. Hell yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know who does Batman's voice in that? Which one? In the, in the Dark Knight Returns animated movie, Peter Weller. You know who that is? RoboCop. Oh shit. Yeah, okay. he does Batman because Batman's supposed to be older now. I can mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just use the same? They have to again. Hey, be quiet. <laughs> and you throw your your new famous line at him. I'm thinking of one. No, I was thinking of one. clever. I was like, you play the game, don't live it. <laughs> For real, man. They're on movies, love that. <laughs> like, God damn. I, I like who who plays the, um, Batman in the long Halloween movie. Um, who was that? J- Jensen Ackles. You may know him better oh, from Dean the, Winchester. Well, I, I know him from The Boys. He's Soldier Boy. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. I know, I know, yeah. I know him better as Dean Winchester. Man, I ain't never looked at Supernatural. But like literally he's been in the run for years. People want saying he should be he should be Batman in in live action. Oh, oh well, so he did it. If he Batman now. <laughs> technically did it. Just not live action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Jason Todd. Who the hell is Jason That's Todd? That's Robin. Oh, that's the one Robin that got fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker beating him to death with a crowbar. I think. Oh, and he yeah, also yeah, he yeah. did the voice for him too in the uh, the uh, the the Under the Red Hood movie too. Mm, I ain't seen that one. Me neither. That's my that's my favorite one. Ah, I don't like DC. I like DC animated better than this nigga just quoted shit from the Batman animated series. Talked about that's the, the Batman only, movie. That's the only thing that's hard is the anime. Uh-huh. Anime series is hard. I think it is. I ain't it is. I think the intro is better than the actual show sometimes. <laughs> like DC, the first thirty DC, seconds is hard. DC animated is like worlds better than than the, um like DC live action most of the time. Well, that's not hard. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the movies suck ass. Yeah, those movies are fucking garbage. Even before <laughs> the whatever they call it now, the DC extended universe, like all that shit. They other than the Batman movies and Superman movies, what the fuck else did they have? Wonder Woman. I'm talking about before that. I'm talking about before the EU shit. Um, like when it was like Michael Keaton and all that shit. Steel. The fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Is he supposed to really be in that? Like he's DC. He's a DC guy. He's um. He's just literally cyborg. Same fucking person. Hold on. I think he's supposed to be a Superman. Uh, yeah, but say he's, he's affiliated him. with. Yeah, there you go. He looks like cyborg. They had the Wonder Woman show. Does that count? Oh, in the seventies, that does technically count. Mm-hmm. John Henry Irons. There you go. Yeah, that's that's what he looked like in the comic. Oh wow, <laughs> way different. They call me Superman emblem. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that song would have been before that movie, right? Aspects of the character yeah. are clearly inspired by the African American folk hero John Henry, as well as Superman. Ain't no damn black guy named John Henry. <laughs> you ain't never heard that. Fuck no! Nah. I, don't even, I remember that movie. I remember him getting hit with a rocket launcher or something. That was it. Oh, in the movie. I'm the, That's all I remember about the whole character. I'm talking about the John Henry, the actual character, not the steel. No, I'm like DC. It's like all no, and the, it's a folk story. Yeah, there's a folk hero oh, real John person. Henry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is he? Uh, Did, uh, he turned to a robot for real. No. Um, 
John Henry is an American folk hero and African-American. He is said to have worked as a steel driving man, a man tasked with hammering a steel drill into rock to make holes for explosives to blast the rock and constructing a railroad tunnel. So he's just a hard worker. Yeah. He's just a hard worker. That's it. A black guy with a job? The Legendary. fuck is he a hero for? Legendary railroad worker. According to legend, John Henry's prowess as a steel driver was measured in a race against a steam-powered rock drilling machine. A race that he won only to die in victory with hammer in hand as his heart gave out from stress. So he's so tough that he beat a machine, but then he died. So he's a black guy who got killed working too hard? Fuck him. No, hey, that sounds like a lot of us hey. out here, but Exactly. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Why he a hero? That's too real. Shit. That's too real. <laughs> he, John Henry dude. might have worked on the Chesapeake and Ohio Railways. So he's a black guy in Ohio that worked too hard. <laughs> Sounds like me. Man, fuck it's that dude. Like, it's not like ain't a fucking hero. Shh, a regular oh, there you go. John Henry is a symbol of physical strength and endurance, of exploited labor, of the dignity of a human being against the degradations of the machine age, and a racial and of racial pride and solidarity. During World War II, his image was used in U.S. government propaganda as a symbol of social tolerance and diversity. So they tried to use that motherfucker. The tale of John Henry has been used as a symbol in many cultural movements, including labor movements and the civil rights movements. So he's a symbol of the big, strong black man. Fuck that dude. Nigga, can you fucking pull, build railways and shit? I don't know. I ain't tried. <laughs> I ain't going to. He said, I, I, I don't have that. to. <laughs> it's 2021. Oh, there was a 22. movie called John Henry in 2020 with Jerry, oh, Jerry, Terry Crews playing him. I forgot about this week ass yes. <laughs> you said weak ass man. A weak ass movie. It says he played a modern day adaptation of the plot centers around a former gang member who takes in two young teens who are on the run from the leader of his past. The film was released by Saban Films. That's the Power yeah. Rangers people, right? Yeah. yeah. Shit. That's the picture right there. And look at look in the top corner. Look who the bad guy is in that movie. Get the fuck serious. <laughs> I forgot kidding? it was. I forgot about that shit. It was, it's Luda. Oh, Luda. Are you kidding me? I'll be that nigga named Luda. Luda. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bitch in my way, so I moved her. <laughs> Luda Chris is a bad guy fighting Terry Crews. What kind of weak ass shit was that? You want? Let's see what that got on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Fucking oh, no. oh, 17 percent. Let me see. If you got anything over 25, that's horse shit. So, uh, somebody saw it for the names. The critics said, fuck that movie. There is no critic review for it. <laughs> There's an audience score for it, though. 17%. Wrong! It's higher than 17. Get the fuck 25. out of 25. It better not. Wrong! It's lower than 25. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm praying on their downfall. 22%. Jesus Christ, somebody liked it. They took a good book and made it suck. This movie should have never been released. John Henry as a movie does not live up to the iconic folk hero's name. John Henry. Cameron learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that America fucked him over. America so, fucks us all over. Yeah, there pretty much. Go. There you go. Back to life. Back to reality. There you go. There we go. Back, oh, so back to the movies. Fuck. Almost forgot we were at. We just, we just it's gonna be a long episode. There's a lot of notes. Angelo, he goes to go get his monkey. They're sitting there with Job. He's like, I mean, let me talk it down because they're about ready to smoke this motherfucker. They don't care. They're like, it's gonna die. It killed two people. But he tries to talk it down. And it almost works. They're trying to, Job is trying to sneak it out the back. But then there's a bunch of cats out there with sniper rifle. They shoot that motherfucker and they chop that monkey up. They spank that monkey. <laughs> 
They better than letting the monkey spank them. There you go. <laughs> what? Say that one more time, Chris. It's better than letting the monkey spank them. The more you know. Okay, okay, I can't hear it. I know, I gotta get a third pair of headphones. Oh, Job gets whipped for his actions. The priest goes in there and he whips him. He because he what does he say exactly? Because he's like, because of all this shit he was doing, he's like, you need to repent. Yeah. Interacting with the filthy monkey. Yeah, something like that. And he's like, oh well, fuck. There was a phrase because I I repeated it because we were laughing at it. But he's like, which one of God's punishments do you prefer? Some shit yeah. like that. And he like just points up at a, at the belt and see man's like, all right. Whips that shit right his head. Whoosh, whoops his ass. Call him Toby. Mm. Ooh, and his name Joby. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh, what is that note right there? This is something for Cameron. Yes, your boy Job is doing his Hail Marys, whatever the fuck this repentance thing is he's doing. Saying like 50 amens back to back or something like that. He's doing something. He's like making check marks on a board. But he throws a glass. uh, Yeah, it was a glass. He throws at the wall. But Karen pointed out that the glass like shattered sound effect came like a whole like two seconds after it hit the wall. (laughs) Yeah, that shit was... It was... That was fucking garbage. They knew they could have redid that somebody, scene. Somebody triggered that ADR late. Like, why couldn't they redo that scene? It's literally just throwing a glass at a wall. Uh, it takes five seconds. It'd be like, just imagine there was an explosion right now, and it just, it just happened. It's like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> explosion that cleared up. Series. Introduce the big red. What's big red? Uh, the chewing gum. <laughs> Big Red is a. Uh, I was saying, that doesn't do for five heartbeats. I'm beating the hell out of you. Now, what are my office hours, Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Nine, Nine to, to five, five, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Five heartbeats references. You don't know what Big Red was? It Was, was it an uh, automatic lawnmower? I remember him fixing it. It is a motorized lawnmower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he said automatic. It's not pushing itself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, th- I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about, well, I'm thinking well, about later. It later, I'm thinking about later. Well, technically, it's not pushing. He's using it. Yeah. Got mind control over that Fucking shit. Fucking her grass up, dude. Yeah. You boy Angelo mad. He want to quit. He's like, man, fuck y'all. And dude's like, ha, it's going to get real hard for you to breathe out here. You quit, nigga. Yeah, either you going or either you gonna get going or something going ha- to happen. You're going to get sued. You gonna, gonna get down? Or you gonna lay, <laughs> lay down? down. What the hell? Beans came they out. They suing that nigga. They about to kill that nigga. <laughs> they, they, no, they mentioned the NDR at first. Oh, they said something. Yeah, you know what the fuck that meant. Cameron, who is Jake? Who is Jake? Yeah, it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck? He's thinking from State Farm. I remember making fun of the nigga. I don't even remember. Who. <laughs> He's thinking from State Farm. Is it the biker dude? Yes. Okay. They remember? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's up? Tell me about Jake. What's he doing? Jake's a, so the first time they seen him was they in the, they went in the restaurant yet. Gas right? station. Gas, okay, so I think the lawnmower dude was staring at the chick. Nope. He was that just getting yet. some gas. I know Jake was being a dickhead to him yes. for no reason. Mm. He just fucking, he's, he's a bully. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he was a bully. Uh, uh, he was calling him out. He's for a good old sick. cliche biker gang bully guy. <laughs> he got mad because your boy called him out because he was smoking at the pump. Yeah. yeah. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Well, I guess I should say, too, Joe was mentally challenged, too, in the beginning of the movie. And technically, he was right. It is. He's right, though, yeah. There's a lot of signs on the gas pumps that says, do not I, smoke. I think, right but I here. think he owns it. That's why he don't care. Yeah, he said something about his dad. He was doing something for his pops or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't care about that note. Dr. Angelo is chilling downstairs in VR. Cameron took umbrage with this scene. Because he's down there. He's doing like his little free fall and flying around in VR. 
And wifey comes down there, sees that shit, and pulls the plug on his VR shit. That just pissed me off. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my basement. Like, what are you doing? I, it reminded me. I, I, I think she'll be fine with me telling this story. Because she doesn't talk to this guy anymore. Cameron was there for this story, too. So he, he, can, he can verify. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, are we talking I, about the, the Michael dude? I don't know who that is. You talking about one of mom's dude? One of mom, one of dude's mom talked. Dude, they used to look at listen to Lion King. Look at the no, 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 no. That's just more recent than that. Okay. It's a bald dude that wore glasses. I don't know what's his name. He's like, <laughs> basically, me and Cameron sitting there with this dude at mom's house. He playing like two K or something on the PlayStation Three. Mom come in the door looking mad as fuck. Didn't say shit. Basically, just came in there, pushed the power button on the PS3, told that nigga get upstairs. And I was like, damn. Bro, what the hell? I thought she was about to yell at us. And that's how she came in there. Like, that's look like remind me of my childhood type shit. <laughs> yeah, PTSD. Like, oh, yeah. No. PTSD kicked in hard. It's like, oh shit, what did we do, Cameron? We oh. like in our fuck. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> almost wondering what the hell I just did. It just reminded me of being a kid. You just had a, oh shit. Because <laughs> that was some shit where like we would be like, forgot to take the goddamn chicken out the refrigerator or some shit. Man. And she come Man. in there to put, turn off the game. But no, she came in there. Turn the game straight, cut that nigga off till he go upstairs. He was there, shut the door. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> but that nigga gonna punish me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> god damn, bro. Like, she said something like, I was like, whoa, whoa. Cause I was like, what happened? She's like, I told this nigga to do something. He's in there playing the games. She's like, turn this shit off. <laughs> like, god right. damn. Man, oh, if shit. it was in a moment for that, I say, god damn. Uh, I laughed so hard. Oh, I wish you still had it. I don't think it's, uh, it's, hold on. I said, god damn. I said, god damn. There you go. <laughs> I need to put that back on my main board. <laughs> but yeah, I'll never forget that. That shit was hilarious. That's what this scene reminded me of. <laughs> this counter straight on play. Go, go to your room. I'm sure she doesn't mind but, me telling that story. If she does, I'll edit it. Psych. But, she does mm-hmm. listen, so she'll tell me. <laughs> I look at her, she's like, ugh, can't be me. <laughs> Man, it was bad. I, I almost felt bad for the dude. Like, bro. <laughs> Like, damn, have some, yeah, have some pride, bro. That's my mama. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you under her roof and she told you to do that shit and you ain't do it, it's like, well. <sighs> it was like, I remember her saying it was something super simple, too. This nigga mm-hmm. did in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Just pause the goddamn game and go do it. Stupid jackass. That's almost like the other dude, the other dude, too, way back. He was in there talking all kind of shit about Mortal Kombat. And mom basically sicked me on this thing. <laughs> oh, beat the fuck out of him in Mortal Kombat. I think <laughs> DC X was it X? It was X in Mortal Kombat Ten. Yeah, beat the fuck out of that dude from Alabama. Beat the brakes off, and he's like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm I'm a beast. I've been playing this since before you was born." I was like, "Okay, pick that shit up." Oh no, I ain't say nothing. I, the whole time I didn't brag. I, ain't, I was just like, "Okay, just pick up the sticks. Get the fucking controller, bro." That shit was funny. Then he tries to challenge me like I'm an amateur. He did. <laughs> Because oh, legitimately, no. I'm, I'm not joking, folks. Nine matches in a row, this nigga guy's ass beat. I beat the fuck out of him and finished him. That's right. <laughs> you are going to die <laughs> for your ignorance. And Cameron, the asshole, like doing the little mercy to give you that little bit of health Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of health, let you know that I'm not done whipping your ass. Get up. Get your ass beat some he more. Said, get up and get that ass beat. Yeah, that more. was bad. He didn't even play it on Word of He turned it off. Nah, because after I whooped him like almost 10 times in a row, that was almost like Mortal Kombat nine times in a row. Yeah, it was See? bad. It was <laughs> fucking horrible. And Cameron got it. He got you once and then he got all like hype. 
He got me the very first ones. I picked somebody trying to be arrogant. Like, I picked some shitty-ass person. He whooped my ass. I he got that strength back. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, feeling red. good. Red. Yeah. Kick his ass. You gave, you gave him that little glimmer of hope. I had a double flawless with the fatality. <laughs> you, you gave him a little bit of hope and then just snatched that bitch Yeah, away. take it right from me. Take that. Take, take your take ass up there. Take that, take that. Go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> no supper no, And the whole time we whooping his ass, mom just in the background like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. Sons. Yes. All them years of not doing our chores <laughs> paid off. That's right. All the years you yelled. I remember there was legit one year. You were way too young. You probably won't remember, but I got. I was heavy in the Mortal Kombat, like fresh in the game. And for my birthday, mom took me to Best Buy over there, uh, Bryce Road. That's how long mm. this was. Graceland Target. That's Hollywood. Costume or Halloween costume, whatever yeah, that's it called. Halloween Spirit of Halloween. Spirit, Spirit of Halloween. Halloween. There it is. <laughs> It shit, it shit pops up once every year. <laughs> once a month. You know, it's like once year, every year. Man. But mom took me in there and I was like, she's like, you can get a game or something. I was like, all right. She's like, but not Mortal Kombat. Damn it. Because I kept having no Mortal Kombat shit. Guess what game I got? Mortal Kombat 4. Mortal Kombat 4. There you go. Cameron knows the timeline. <laughs> and then I also talked her into something else. This would have been Dreamcast. No, 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 no. It's still Mortal Kombat related. This is PlayStation era still. Oh, mythologies? Nope. Mortal Kombat Annihilation on VHS. Hey. <laughs> I got the game and the tape. Hey. That was my birthday Shit. that year. And I went home, played the fuck out of Mortal Kombat 4 probably until I got yelled at for beating Cameron. And then he cried and made me turn the game. Maximum on. damage. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. Back to the movie now. Yeah, she, yeah, she unplugged the shit. Basically, look. Wifey is not happy with him and all his lab work he do. He don't give her no time. Pay they, attention to me. Because they start, like, he actually kind of, they, they hug and they kissing and it look like they about to smash and then he says something that completely fucks the mood up and she goes away. She's like, I give up. It's going down. <laughs> Young jock up there. <laughs> yeah, the point of this is she was a naggy ass Piece of shit ass wife, bitch. Damn. Need to shut the fuck up. Go back upstairs. Do your fucking job. Go, do some, go cook some damn. Go make a damn sandwich. <laughs> make some sweet tea. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm working. God damn, man. That's all she did. The whole that, that is all she did the whole movie. They could have replaced her dialogue with yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been the same shit. Sound like, like nostalgia critic. Shut the fuck up. But you know the bad thing is, like I said, we're watching the director's cut. And in the theatrical cut, they didn't replace her part. They cut her the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. She's barely in it. She's. I think she has like one scene in the th- in the theatrical edit. She's completely fucking useless in the movie. But yeah, there you go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Job and Peter, they love comic books, Chris. Oh, yeah. But then you find out. Because we did make, they saw this earlier in the movie, but they're sitting there talking about comic books, but then Peter's dad rolls up and he starts beating. He's about to beat. Peter's getting abused at home. And I think camera got mad because they showed Dr. Angelo just kind of watching camera. was like, nigga, do something. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> it's not even, it's like, okay, you seen him hit the wife. You yeah. might not want to get involved. You know, you could have called the cops or something. But then he slaps the hell out of the kid. Multiple like, times. He like, yo, he like grabbed his arm like, like yanked him. Like, like, get your ass up and go do something about it, Bond. Dr. Andrew <laughs> said, my name Ben and I ain't in it. Bridget, yeah, I, I guess it is. His name is Joe. He don't fucking know. 
I was gonna say his name is Joe and he a fucking hoe. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, so that shit's gone. So the wife and the child are being abused by this guy. Remember this because it comes back way later. Back to Cameron's favorite character. Uh, Angelo's wife comes downstairs again while he's down there working. She's like, Yeah, I'm going out to town with my friends. And then he kind of just like, Okay. And she kind of gets no reaction. So she's like, Ugh, I give up. And that's when she walks up. Exactly. Get, get, get the fuck out. Goodbye. But he, but <laughs> he was, thought about it, had a drink, and went back upstairs just like, Come on, what do you want me to do? Oh, he's trying to, try to, yeah. try to chase her out. Like, Right, man. Because he knew he didn't want to deal with that shit later. He got to act like he give a fuck. Man, get the fuck out. I'm about to go do some virtual reality shit. <laughs> I'm on the VR. I'm on the VR. I'm about to whack off in VR since I'm not getting oh, that's what here. She, oh, she says that later. Oh, that's later, yeah. though. Because she says something like, your boy's like, where's Dr. Angelo? And she's like, he's probably downstairs jerking off in VR. <laughs> Damn right he is. Shit. <laughs> Whatever. But you not giving him any. You got to get something. Shit. <laughs> And he strikes again. <laughs> the, the gangster comes out. Of his he, he not, you're not getting that. You're not getting that from him. You're not giving them from her. Got to get, got to get something somewhere. And VR seems to be hey, VR, working for him. VR porn's a thing nowadays. Yeah, he's my fucking neighbor. He That's pulled true. your movie. Wait till the nigga died. Oh, he did pull a Chris move. I didn't think about that. What? Because because you find out after the wife leaves, the neighbor Peter's mom comes over there and she's like, he looks like you're having a bad day too. Mm-hmm. And they start talking and things. So we find out that they both have a mutual interest in each other, but he's they're both married. But as Chris said in Hobgoblins, when that husband gets murdered later, he gonna go right in for the kill. Pull Chris yeah, yes, She gonna give you I just mean, a little bit of ass. I mean, he's he's he he did he, at the end. He spoiler alert. He he did dead to dead. So he dead as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he did. When they was looking for pieces of that nigga in the back, <laughs> he turns pieces into pieces. <laughs> Cameron gets that reference. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Attack of the Mutant Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Go watch that episode. That's Man, season I fucking miss- two. I want to say episode seven, part two. I I haven't seen Goosebumps in forever. Oh, it's on on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Uh, uh, The one that used to scare me the most is The Night of Living Dummies. Oh, Slappy. Oh, Slappy Slappy scared you? Slappy was fucking fucking horrifying when I was a kid. What was your favorite Goosebumps book back in the day? Uh, We all read it. The the Haunted Mask. Ah, go to. Ain't there more than one? There's like three, I think. Three. Haunted Mask, yeah. I think uh, like Runner Up was like Welcome to Camp Spooky, I think. Mm. The best one, besides the Mass Mutant, because it's funny. That is my favorite. Say Cheese and Die. That was a good one. Too. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. I'm surprised at Not One Day in Horrorland. The book is not as good as the episode ah, is. Okay. The episode mm-hmm. is uh, actually a lot funnier. The book is more serious. What about Monster Blood. I actually have the DVD I at home book for Mo- that. Monster Blood. Oh, okay. I, I, got- show- I remember the episode. I don't remember the uh, book at all. Mm. Well, go eat worms. That was weird. <laughs> that was <laughs> weird. Attack of the, the killer lawn gnomes. There you go. Oh, yeah. That was The episode was a What was the weird. egg one? Egg? It was eggs or some shit. What it was, was something with a, yeah, crazy, like evil chicken or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goosebump like egg. I'm like, what? Well, because I remember the cover. Like, I, it was one of the ones I it had. It was like a green egg or something like that. It was like a, it had a face on it. Yeah. I don't remember. Coco Land? Cuckoo Land? It wasn't that one. No, that was a, that was a Egg clock. Monsters from Mars. That's that was the cover. Co- I'm yeah. That one, I don't think I actually uh, read or saw. Cuckoo Land was a, or Cuckoo, whatever. That was the clock. 
cuckoo clock of doom. Yeah, the cuckoo there clock of doom. I, I remember. Seeing, I know we had that one. I remember house. seeing that seeing that book, but I don't. I don't remember too much about the episode. No, Scholastic book fair. She's to put. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hell yeah! I used to go. And then my was, man's that R.L. Stein was from Columbus, so we always right, had man. it. I like he was between those books, and I I think I picked up a Spy Kids book because we had the Phantom of the uh, Auditorium, Auditorium too. Mm-hmm. That that episode was fucking stale. <laughs> a lot of those episodes. Were some of them was cool. Yeah. Oh, no. I know the best one is the Shocker on Shock, Shock Street. Street. That was probably the best I, episode I, I and book I do remember combined. that one. Mm. I do remember That's, that one. I don't think I ever read the book, though. No, nah, that book was fire. Then the first one, the very first one, he was like, R.L. Stein was talking up in the attic or something. Something about the haunted house. That one was... Welcome to Dead House? There you oh, go. it was Welcome to Dead House. Yeah. There you go. Trying to see if I can find a list of all. Access that yeah. memory. That was way. Yeah, that was number one. Yeah, fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, out, I knew it. Stay out of the basement. Monster blood. Say cheese and die. The curse of the mummy's tomb. Let's get invisible. Night of the living dummy. The girl who cried monster. Welcome to camp nightmare. The ghost next door. The haunted mask number eleven. All right, Cameron. What number is, is Attack of the Mutants? I think I remember. Uh, book number. Mm-hmm. I want to. S- twenty-four. I was gonna say twenty-five. Let's see. <laughs> 24 is Phantom of the Auditorium. Fuck! <laughs> Wrong! So number 25 is Attack of the Mutant. Damn! <laughs> I remember. Son of a bitch. What was the last one? Like, how many of these actually were there? Oh. 52? 62. Damn! <laughs> I mean, shit, I've been drinking too be- much. You remember the last book? Uh, shit. Don't, don't. Hell no! Does it haunted mask? Monster, Monster Blood Four. Damn, that was a four. Damn, <clears throat> I don't mm-hmm. think I, I think I got. I didn't think I got past two. I think they were all crammed in one episode. The blob that ate everyone. I remember that. that was yeah, whack. I remember that one. I think that's on my Monster Blood that DVD. Was, that was whack. The hairiest one, hairiest adventure one was bad whack. hair day. Yeah, they turned yeah. into like werewolves or some shit. Mm-hmm. The abominable snowman of Pasadena. Shocker on Shock Street is number thirty-five. Hmm. There you go. So goosebumps for that ass. It's how interesting the movie is for us that we keep talking about other shit. Mm. <laughs> Viewer beware. You're in for a scare. It was a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fire. Good old 90s. Yeah, Good yeah. old fucking 90s. I hear the piano. <laughs> there it is. With the briefcase walking through the damn field, uh, <laughs> yeah. going no goddamn where, paying out the playground. Oh yeah, like an RL Stein being a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, it. <laughs> yeah, RL Kelly. Look at that crazy dog. <laughs> oh shit, that was hype back in the day. Though. I ain't gonna Man. Hell yeah. There was always the big beef on the schoolyard. Oh, there it is. You're in for a That was a crazy episode. That was one of the only episodes that was weird. It was the perfect school. That was I, I think I do remember that one. Oh. That was the one that you seen a dude in there. He was standing there looking all serious. Yeah. That was the perfect school episode. I don't remember that one. It was weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, oh, no, I was going to say in the schoolyard, there was always people arguing between like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of Dark was... That was legit scarier. Yeah, like, yeah, was yeah it was, was legit goofy. scarier. 
Now, now I actually went back and started. Uh, I watched that afterwards because I ne- I never had seen it before. I, I started. I watched it a few years back. And I was like, yeah, these were uh, legit scarier than the the Goosebumps was back in the day. Goosebumps was kind of PG. Yeah, they're very. Uh, your boy Angelo. He gets he gets an idea. He can't work with his monkey because he got like suspended from the laboratory. So he's like, hey, I'm gonna fuck with Job. Let's work. Let's experiment with Job. So he has Job play puzzle games, and he finally when he gets one right, he's like, all right, we can work with this shit. And then he gets him on a VR video game. He's like, they're like flying around through obstacles and shit. And Job does horribly at it. Gets a game over screen. And he gets frustrated. But your boy's like, hey man, look, if you fuck with your boy, I can make you smarter. You just play these games, do these little puzzles with me, and I will make you smarter. So he's like, okay, because he's like, I know I can make you smarter so that people can't fuck with you. People can't take advantage of you, even though I'm taking advantage of you right now, nigga, because you don't know what I'm talking about. I'd make you Good smarter. point right there. Yeah. You play video games, you get smarter. For all those fucking 90s parents who said otherwise. All those 90s parents that said, oh, you can't play the video games on the TV. It fucks the TV up. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. Does it run your electric bill up? Wrong. Fuck no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, may, it doesn't make you violent? No, it no, doesn't. You know how much we played Grand Theft Auto Mortal Kombat back in the day? How much I wanted to fuck niggas up, but I didn't? <laughs> Because I got a stable mindset. Now, you put me on punishment because I didn't wash the fucking bowl out. That's what makes me fucking violent. (laughs) (laughs) That pisses me off. They pulled out the PTSD on that. Again, all this young black trauma coming out because of the lawnmower, man. (laughs) Fucking lawnmower, man. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Should have washed this shit 20 years ago. I did. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't have watched this shit 20 years ago man hell no <laughs> like what 7 20 years I ago I would have walked away <laughs> 5 minutes into it I mean I've seen that CGI shit out of peace well like I said you look at the cover I showed you the cover of the video games like kids probably would have seen that cover like well, hell no man hell like no the fuck is some dead man. digital Freddy Krueger shit or something like that Oof. don't <laughs> <laughs> even go there man hell talking about some PTSD popping man I think I've told that story before at least before. I've told the story. Well, I've told the story of why I figured Cameron was so scared of Freddy Krueger. Why? Because of the impressionable age. Because of Pee Wee in them. Fucking listen. <laughs> if you out here listening know a babysitter who lived on Wyant, she don't li- who lived on Wyant Avenue in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> by the corner store, exactly three houses down, where the <laughs> bitch used to go buy her fucking crack rocks when oh, she would leave shit. us alone with her fucking dumbass daughter. Fuck Jeez. that bitch. Let her know that she ain't shit. She used to get mad at me and Bryn or the rest of the... I don't even remember the other fucking kids there. I don't And she would put us in her basement, tell us a man is coming and shit. She would tell you that. Make us watch <laughs> fucking horror movies as punishment. <laughs> That's where I seen Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. She never even seen the movie yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were like four, three, four, four. Three, four years old. That's the same place I think I ran to the corner of the wall. Yep. Because the kids, they were older than us. And they would like always watch horror movies. That's where I, feel, I, I saw a lot of movies there for the first time. That's where I saw like Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. That's where I saw Spice World for the first time. Nigga, that's where I saw I'm About It. The Master P movie. Seriously? Dead serious. <laughs> really? Dead serious. Oh, uh, that's worse than Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> for real. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm About It. They in there playing Donkey Kong Country, and I'm in there with the daughter and whoever's watching I'm About It. <laughs> Damn. I'm like seven Get years old. Get the fuck out of here. Shout out to Cynthia and Brent. <laughs> I think that was more dad on this one. For sticking us in that shithole. <laughs> I remember it was one time it was years later. And now at this point, it's probably just as much time passed since this part. But 
dad was going to that Jiffy Lube over there. And mm-hmm. he and he like took us back over there. It's like we hadn't been there in like probably like a decade, and he yeah. took us back by there again. But yeah, the, the, we used to fuck with Cameron all the time because they knew he was scared of Freddy Krueger and shit because they had him watching that when he was real young, and they put him in the basement one time. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I walked to that corner store, and I came back, and Cameron had told me about it. they locked him in the basement. Well, I was looking for you. That's what it was. I didn't know where the mm-hmm. fuck you were. Mm-hmm. I was like, where the fuck is Cameron? And then nobody would tell me. And then I heard you like crying. I opened open up that little basement door. And then you were down and you said somebody, they said the man was going to get me. Mm-hmm. And her man, like, she would like call her boyfriend at the, at the time the man is a scare camera. Whenever she thought camera was being bad and shit. You know, I don't know if I ever told you that before. But them niggas hit me in the back with a baseball bat. Damn. When I was a kid over there. Because I went and said something about them fucking with you. And they said I was like snitching. Well, you got us in trouble. You were snitching and shit. And it was a couple of the little dudes that grabbed me up in the front yard. Two of them had my arms. And one their third nigga hit me in the back with a baseball bat. Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. Damn, they they that serious. They Listen here. Pee Wee, if we find you, <laughs> we're going to fuck your ass up. <laughs> It, he real son. I don't know if I ever told that story on he here before. Fire yeah, I got hit in the back with a baseball bat for trying to defend camera. He said we gonna fire you. Be, I took that hit from my brother. Be real son. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna kick your ass, your son ass. Fuck all y'all. It was like weak was ass like, family. <laughs> kind of shit is that? I really, I'm not even fucking with. Right in the front yard too. Dang. Yeah, they was fucked up, man. Pee was always high off a of crack or something. <laughs> I ain't never heard that. Mama tell you the shit. Oh, I- bitch used to walk to the corner, to the little corner store. That's a heavy known spot for crack dealers. Mm. She'll go down there and get her little whatever she doing and disappear in the house somewhere. Get that word. Somewhere being pooky in the back of the house. Not <laughs> knowing what the fuck going on, acting crazy. It's probably people listening to the show like, oh my God. Yeah, we went through it. It's fucked up. Damn. Fucked up. Childhood was terrible sometimes. We grew up just fine, folks. Don't mind the eye twitching shit. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking peewee bitch. Oh shit! As bad as the other babysitter used to call mom, tell me you didn't pay me. Like, bitch, oh yeah, that's God. way. That's even further that's, back. That's before it. You didn't pay me, like bitch. Duh. <laughs> you don't deserve it. I remember that shit. <laughs> I, I, I vividly remember hearing that because mom and dad would listen to the voice and be laughing, and crack up laughing. Yeah. Like, man, y'all gonna get me fucked up, y'all. Man, they gonna <laughs> break my knees or some shit. Like, Bring you back with a broken arm. Was that over on Fulton or was that Farragut? That was Farragut. Fairy, okay. Yeah, Damn, man. <laughs> fuck, man, it's fucked up, Chris. Hey, that's why we just started going to Nanny's house. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me go to Grandma's house. Fuck this, nigga. yeah, just fuck all that. Man, that shit was terrible. That's fucked up. That ain't cool. My life, my life, my life, my life <laughs> in the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, where was we at in the movie? I don't even remember. Um, very VR. He he hooking Joe up the VR. No, th- oh, putting yeah. through the VR shit. Uh, your boy, it start, it's like slowly but surely, you know, his little baby steps, he's getting smarter. And while he's out there cutting the grass one day, he gets eyed by this girl that's, well, I mean, it's, it's her grass he cutting. But she's like peeping him out. She's like, ooh, who is that guy? <laughs> oh, Angelo's injecting him with some shit on the down low. Some vitamins. On- yeah, he put, I forget what it was, he put it in his arm and shit. He's like, I got an injector gun on his ass. Because your boy's like, that's a gun. That's a gun. You get the experiment montage. You see all like he's getting smarter and doing more and more shit and all that. But until he has a seizure, because your boy pushing him too hard, so he has to pull him out that shit. So he actually gets caught reading by the priest. And the priest is mad about him reading. And his homie that he be rolling with cutting grass is like, hey, man, chill the fuck out, bro. Why are you mad about this nigga reading? You know, funny enough, there's another story for you. Dad was taking us to this barbershop. 
It might have been Gerald there at the time. It's over there on Freebus. Remember that shit? That's Gerald. Okay. And um, I was reading a book in there, and one of the barbers was like laughing and shit. Basically, like, look at this nigga reading, bro. And I remember it was like a woman barber in there. And she she like checked him super hard. She was like, bro, why the fuck you let making fun of a kid for reading, you dumbass? There was some shit like that. <laughs> and it was like looking back when I was just thinking, like, yeah, why are these jackasses, Look at this nigga reading. Oh, smart ass nigga. Right. Yeah, <laughs> reading and shit. Trying to be some educational. Trying to, be, trying to get his education on trying this shit. Trying to get a future and shit. Oh, literate ass Oh, nigga don't want to be a barber like us. Fuck you. I'll never forget that shit. But I was glad she said something though. What was I saying? Fuck, now nah, I lost my play. Oh yeah, he's fucking with the dude and the girl eyeing him and all that shit. He didn't got so sm- Oh, we you laughed at this actually out of front. Because once he uh this homie checked the priest about him reading the book and then he was like, you know what, Joe? I'm gonna teach you how to drive today. And Cameron <laughs> laughed at this shit. He, he, he <laughs> got in jersey and he banged took out the fuck off. <laughs> he got the jersey and he hit the out. corners hard. <laughs> God damn, slow your ass down, boy. He, yeah, he like he been waiting for this day for a minute. Pretty much, man. Took the fuck off. How the fuck you know how to drive already? See, he getting smart. The signs that he getting too smart, Cameron. God, man. Because then he finally, next thing he does is he go back to Angelo's and him and Peter playing that game and he beats him in the game finally. I know motherfuckers who are geniuses who didn't know how to drive until they had practice. Man, bullshit. It's, you don't need practice. Oh, it always needs to Chris. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You don't just get behind a wheel because you could fucking read some books. Man, fuck you. Fuck that movie. <laughs> well, next up, your boy now. He feeling himself a little bit more. He got the girls eyeing him. He getting smarter. He went in video games. So now he's looking through magazines. I don't know if it was an advertisement for jeans or something. But it's basically an advertisement with a dude dressed up in a little cowboy outfit, getting his like Captain Morgan pose on. Yes, yeah. sir. He's in the mirror trying to emulate the pose, and the priest comes in there and is like, "What the hell you doing in here, half naked boy?" I think it was Lee jeans. Ah, there you go. I just bought a pair of Lee jeans. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> cowboy. This boy, cowboy. Cowboy. Oh, country nigga right here. Oh, country ass boy. Country ass. Come on, oh, that was country. Look at this dude over here, Lee jeans. Yeah, we got Lee this goddamn jeans. Lee jeans. Lee jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I said goddamn. Yeah, the big guy. <laughs> oh, these end jokes, the only camera knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, your boy finally stands up to him because his homie out there in the truck told him to like, man, you got to stand up to that priest, bro. He going to keep fucking with you. So he's like, hey, look, bro, I'm going to buy what I want. And to buy what I want, I need you to put, come up off that money right now. Give me my fucking paycheck, nigga. And he must do it because next time you see me, he's all dressed up with his cowboy outfit on. Remember this at all, Chris? Chris looked lost back there. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, I remember that. He had the white shirt. Mm-hmm. Long sleeve white shirt, mm-hmm. three buttons unbuttoned, chest out a little bit, Fabio blue swag. fucking jeans, Fabio, Fabio swag, <laughs> some fucking said, boots. Fabio swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that dude. Yeah, can't believe it's not butter, nigga. Shit. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> uh Angelo goes and shows the work to the boss, and of course the boss is plotting. He's like, oh, oh, he got some good shit going. Mm-hmm. Bring that shit in, but not yet though. This is the part you were talking about before. Job is at the gas station, and this is where girlie finally comes up. Because the girl's sitting there, she tells the dude, because you can tell the dude, Jake, the bully dude, wants to holler at her, but she ain't giving him no play. But then she looks in that mirror, that side mirror, and she sees Job's ass all in the mirror. She's like, ooh, mm-hmm. now what's this? Now look at this. Well, look at that. <laughs> and she gets out and throws the game at him super hard. No, 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 she doesn't give him a number. She just says, uh, they're talking about her... All the sexual innuendos about cutting grass and yeah, mowing I my yard. Can't wait for you to mow my lawn and yeah. get cutting that ass. <laughs> 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 really, D. Damn right. 
So she's like, I can't wait for you to come cut my grass again. <laughs> so he's going to get some pussy. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is where he punches him, too, because your boy Jake run up there on him, saw he saying something. And when Joe responds to me, he just steals on him. Man. But then Joe gives us this little death glare, though, that puts the fear of God in this motherfucker. Because he just has that look in his face like, oh, oh shit. Jake was in, Jake was in his feelings because he know he wouldn't get none. That's right. <laughs> Jerk off in VR. Weak ass boy. Oh <laughs> yeah. But yeah, your boy Joe get they, Angelo takes him up to VSI, straps him up into the VR machine. He's like, look, you've upgraded to the next next level on some Sega shit. Welcome to the next level. References. Welcome to the next level. And he got him in the VR machine out of further it push his brain and all this other shit. But fuck all that because then he goes back to Mo. Her name is Marnie. Is her name? That's right. He's mowing yard, bleh, mowing Marnie's yard. Try saying that three times fast. Try it. Mowing Marnie's yard. You already nope. fucked up. Nope. <laughs> nope. You want to try again? Want to try again? Nah, I've been drinking. I'm not. That's true. He said, "I've been drinking." Mowing Marnie's yard. Mowing Marnie's yard. Nah, I fucked up. God damn it. Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney's yard. Mooney. Sound like he was in that movie at one point. Niggas hearing voices and shit. <laughs> Marnie wants some dick. You see out there cutting the grass with no shirt on, too. And she's like, hey, uh, you want some lemonade? And she out there wearing like the little nightgown on, too. So he looks up at her, and he's like, shoot. His boy's like, wait, like, get your bitch ass up there, bro. Just go get you some ass, boy. Yeah, go get, like Chris said, go go, go get you a little bit of ass. (laughs) He goes up there, and she's like trying to make out with your man. And he don't know what he's doing. She's like, you ever been with a girl? He's like, no. She's like, give me your tongue. And he's like, doesn't know exactly what to do. So he just kind of shits his tongue down. She just goes like, And goffs that nigga tongue. And then she like puts that hand on that package. And she's like, ooh, you ready, huh? And then you commence the fucking. That shit was weak. <laughs> I was waiting on that. He said that look. She was using all lower back. Girl, where them hips at? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> he literally said, put your hips into it. Man. She was putting her yeah. back into it. That was about it. Yeah, you listen to too much damn ice cube. <laughs> you can do it, put your ass into it. See, he told her. Man. She missed that part. She sure did. <laughs> she skipped the song. Well, he's 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 new at it. She's just trying to do the, do all the work. So well, she was telling Ice Cube to put his back into it, and he was telling her to put her ass. Yeah, into it. that's right. Yeah. You ever see the clip where Ice Cube was performing that song on all that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> sick dude. <laughs> I was dying when I saw that shit. If that if that's if I if I find that episode on Netflix, man. What a sega, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? It was we be clubbing. <laughs> it's ain't much Yo. better, bro. Yo. That's my favorite song, bro. That and Ice Cube coming up next. High school. Hey, 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 look here, look here. First of all, I want to welcome all y'all. You broke ass. You to the players It's just like a little girl not getting hyped in the yeah, Get the order to slaughter any ass like that. You know how the lonely act off the cone yak. Who, who approved that in Nickelodeon? I approve that. The, 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 fir, the first comment says Q got away clean for, for performing this joint. I know the parents had to be fighting air for letting the kids hear this song. For real. 
Down here, this motherfucker. They, they got, they got, they got probably angry. The angriest notes at Viacom at the time. Man, what? Nigga, back in so we can smoke a dub. Somebody said this proves that '90s kids ruled. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh yeah! We just bumping and banging like it ain't nothing wrong. Get your club on. Oof. A little white dude in the front was going yeah, hard dude. too. In that <laughs> oh, that's good times, man. Hey, oh, quit living in the game. Just play it. Oh, uh, variation. <laughs> yes. Relax. It's Sunday. So, okay. Oh, it is. I forgot it's Sunday. <laughs> um, your boy Joe, Angelo tells him like, "Hey, man, look, it ain't much more I can do for you in VR, so I'm gonna give you these little CDs. They got all the knowledge and shit on them. You just sit here and click through those and watch them all." And he blazes through every disc in like, what, probably an hour, I think it was? Hell yeah. This your boy's like, nah, 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 you fucking with me. Ain't fuck you. He's like, ain't no way you learned all that shit. They didn't test me. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you wouldn't test me. Give me a test, nigga. <laughs> and he gets 100% on that good test. 100%. You're sti- I don't believe it. Your brain's still expanding, even though this experiment, even though the experiments aren't working, your brain's still expanding. Exactly. And he's like, hey, look, shut the fuck all that. Bring me more discs. I need more discs. So he's like, all right. And your man is like, he rolling with homie Peter in the car. He got a boom box. He ain't playing it through the car stereo for some reason, but he got boom box. He just switches CDs like every like couple seconds, mm-hmm. playing all the different genres, almost getting into Rex and shit. But him and Peter don't give a fuck. They in the car hype. And they get to the little diner that they be going to. But then your man awakens another power in himself because he starts hearing everybody's voices in the bar and it's giving him a real badass headache. And then he just runs the fuck out of there. And I think this is where, yeah, this is where he ran back to Angelo's house. And Angelo's wife is just sitting on the porch, just looking bored as hell. And she's he's like, where's Dr. Angelo? And uh, she like he hears her thoughts. And she That's what she says. Like, he's probably down there jerking off in VR or some shit like that. She runs down there and he's talking to them and they talk about VR, the, the, the techno battle shit. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was reading ahead of my notes. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, your boy, he puts him back in the VR thing, pushes him too far again. And he gets the warning, but then when he pulls Joe by there, he's like, I saw God. So there's more of your religious stuff. Yeah, I remember that part. Now. I, I think this God. is the part where du- dude sabotaged it, um, put, the, put the five stuff in it. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that yet. Behind the scenes, the director of the company told him to go back to using the little serum from the beginning of the movie that made the ape go crazy. So this t- helps the turn of Joe go- turn into a bad guy is also because of that slightly, too. Uh, your boy's like, hey, look. I want some more pushy. I want some more ass ash. Ah! Camera. Another reference for just camera. So he goes and smashes Marnie again. But this is where he finds out now he has awoken yet another power. Now he has telekinesis. Because he's like, camera laughed at this too. I remember because that's when he moved the cup and it just like shattered in the sink. He (laughs) he moved his cup like literally like six inches and it didn't even hit the it didn't even hit the sink hard. And it completely shattered. Like these weak ass cups. The cup had enough. <laughs> and then after that, your man go back to VSI and awakens yet another power. Cause he's like, hey man, look, I was read I was reading this shit on here and they talking about back in the day, man, niggas use so much of their mind that they could just make blisters appear with their thoughts. And he does it to himself. He makes these big ass blisters pop up on his hands. So your man is getting way too powerful out here in these streets. And then he's like, you know what? I want some more coochie, but I want VR coochie. And I'm going to let y'all talk about this scene because both of y'all seem to enjoy this scene very much. So he takes Marnie to the machine, hooks her. I think, Chris, you tell me about this. You had to yeah, be the so Tell me about he this. He hooks uh, Marnie up to the machine 
and they, it starts going into this VR sex scene where yes. you don't know what the cyber fuck sex. is going on. That cyber sex is just like they're merging, turning into different shit. They're just kissing, yeah, kissing. They just and then you pretty much basically mind fucks her to death, almost to, almost to death. He, he had to himself. he had to stop himself. It's like oh shit, I fucked up. He, he basically said he said I couldn't stop. I couldn't yeah. stop. He fucked her crazy pretty much because the whole rest of the movie she's just like laying in bed just like going like ha 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 just like laughing to herself. And they say later on in the movie that they found her like just running around the streets half naked laughing and shit so she's fucked. Yeah, she's like, he fucked. completely fucked her mind. <clears throat> literally mind fucked her like Chris said. So he ruined that and now he's upset because he's like what did Angelo do to me? And Cameron Cameron be like, nigga, he ain't do nothing. You did that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, don't be blaming him for that shit. Your greedy ass is the one that kept trying yeah, to some t- old pure energy, motherfucker. Like, that's your fault. You you freed your mind too far. He made you a little smart so that people stop picking on you. Your greedy ass went out there and turned your ass to some fucking weird ass man dark looking ass motherfucker. He, that's he, your gave, you, he gave you an inch and you took a mile. You damn right. Sick bastard. <laughs> I hear, I'm grateful, motherfucker. Right. I hear AI fucking girls until they fucking fuck crazy. Stupid, fuck them silly. <laughs> yeah, fucking the bitch out here getting silly. Shit. Get silly. Uh, Juicy J, that girl. Um, oh, he, he also, this is where he shows your boy uh, Angelo that he's telepathic. He's, he's like lifting the chair up in the air because the little boss dude sees it too and he's like, oh, oh shit, and runs away. And he tells Angelo, he's Angelo because he's like, yeah, man, you going a little much, man. We're going to chill out on this. He's like, nah, nah. Experiments will continue, nigga. We have to keep going. That's right. And Angelo is forced to go give a briefing to the director because the dude told him all this shit. He's like, man, look, this motherfucker is smarter. He got telepathic powers. He's doing all this. So he's like, we got to go talk to the director of the shop or whatever the fuck they're called. And that's where he finds out that your man's been giving him that other dosage and he gets pissed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck all y'all. Go back outside. Get my gun. Kill everybody ass. <laughs> <laughs> Drive back outside, get my gun, kill all your ass. But uh, while while he's uh talking to these dudes, because he's out of town doing this, I think, Job is like, fuck it. He goes into the lab, breaks in there, gets all those injections, and just injects himself with every single one of them to where it looked like his eyes is about to explode and shit. Mm-hmm. Angelo's like, realizes he got to get the fuck out of there because he sees out the window, it's a bunch of dudes about to run up in there and go grab his ass. So he knocks the boss dude the fuck out. And then he had to like sneak through. He, he sneaks through the hotel, goes to get him a little rental car, but that shit don't work out. So he sneaks through the basement, and it's a dude down there with an Uzi. But then a guy comes out and with some champagne, sir. Champagne, sir. <laughs> yeah, care. All the references. <laughs> Your champagne, sir. There you go. Go watch Live and Let Die. <laughs> what was that? Somebody said I look like that. Whisper. Motherfuckers call me Coach Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look like that big black one. The black henchman from Living Let Die. One of the many black henchmen, actually. The wh- the one that whispers. That's his name. Because the other guy's name... The other the main black henchman dude that had the claw hand that laughs a lot. Do you remember what his name was? No. Teehee. Here we go. Because <laughs> he laughs a lot. How did Whisper Jane. die? Did he get shot? I remember he went in the couch or some shit he, like well, that. He had your boy Kananga had the shotgun or not shotgun, fuck the little uh, air gun or whatever it was for the sharks. And your man, the whisper was sitting on the couch and he like aimed the gun at him. And your boy was like, "Yo, hold up, chill!" And he shot the couch and like blew it up and expanded. That's right. <laughs> we got why we got to get back to James Bond. One. Yeah, I haven't seen you living that die in years. I ain't seen me same here actually. No, I think about it. it's been a long time. I think I still have it's still in my collection of uh, I just in my room. I just say I I just started watching the. 
the uh, Sean Connery ones uh, a couple months ago. I just ain't got back to it. The next Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where we at, man? Your man, he is. Oh, he's trying to escape. Yeah, he takes a champagne bottle, cracks dude in the head with it. And escapes that way because he steals the car and everything I was, too. I was kind of swift too because he he could have just opened fire on that. The, how he uh, the way he directioned himself, he it, could, it he could have got him quick on that one. He, he oh, wasn't man. really quick on that. He just dude was lacking on that one. Got caught slipping. Mm-hmm. Your boy Joe after he injects himself with all the shit in his neck, he goes back to VSI, gets back on the machine, and now your man at this point he pretty much just he's completely he gone evil as fuck because he's about to start killing people. Is I think that's the next note, right? Yeah. From this point on, it kind of turns into a slasher movie in a way, like some Stephen King shit, because now he's mm-hmm. about to go get revenge, because Cameron said earlier in the movie, he's like, fuck this movie if he don't kill the priest and the bully. Man. Well, guess what happens next? He goes to the church, and the priest is in there walking around, and Job is kind of sitting up in the upper balcony, whatever the fuck you call that shit, and he's still wearing the VSI suit, because when, when shit about to go down, the suit lights up like Tron. Mm. And how's he kill the priest? Set his ass on fire. Digital fire. That Digital not even real fire. fire. Digitalized and fired his ass. Which I thought when he did that shit, and man, like he like burned him into the digital world. But they do say later they found his body all burned up. Toasty. Toasty. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Nope. A lot of shit don't make sense in this movie, but it's fine. Very true. And uh, he goes and finds Jake at the gas station. I think this is where I started. You caught me starting. Yeah, yeah I should have kept an. Uh, counter for this but chris was knocked out at multiple four times points. four times there four you times. go chris fell asleep four times four times it, it, i don't think it was just ramping up enough for me for a hot sack until the it end d- it didn't i'm about to say nothing you, really happens just you, you fell asleep just at the right time because then right when you fell asleep everybody started dying yeah you missed a lot of this shit i, I caught the priest and then i think i i think i just missed jake so jake yeah tell him about it he goes to the he's a bro goes to the gas station jake is in there and your man's just standing there, <laughs> just standing there looking creepy and in the, shit. With the lawnmower next to him. Yeah. And your boy Jake came out there. You could tell he's scared, but you know, he got to be his little tough guy shit. And See, talk. I tough you. <laughs> he got to talk his little bit of shit. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the result, he makes a... Uh, he takes like the gas pump. Yeah. And he hits bro in the head. He's like, they're like flying toward him. And he fall. And he's sitting up against a gas pump, and they oh they tied him up. He they tied, tied him up him. with the pumps, and um, he pretty much goes in his head. And you didn't see the game, but it showed Brent point. That was a little ending. Whenever I think game over, Sega CD, yeah. And uh, it shows like a lawnmower going over top of his brain. Yeah. And I guess that's pretty much him turning <laughs> what dude was in the beginning, kind of you know. He made him slower slow paced. Now, yeah. and, and shit like that. So he just sitting there, you know, kind of out of it. No, he says, Lon Moore is in your head now, Jake. Yeah, and dude just kind of sitting there like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much all. They left him, don't really fuck Yeah, him. he doesn't they actually kill him. He just fucks him he up mentally. Lives. Like, he's done. He cooked off. Basically, him and the old girl that he was he fucking, he fucked both of them up mentally. Cooked their brains. Yeah. Lay style. Pretty much. Pretty much. Went over that brain with the lawnmower. And that was, that was it for bro. We don't hear about him for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yes, sir. But fuck all that because WWF is on TV. I couldn't see who was wrestling, though. Uh, shoot. I know I heard Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon, but I couldn't see who was wrestling. I want to say... Uh, it might have been uh, Ricky, Ricky Dragon Steamboat. In 92, though? Would he still been WWF? I, I was in WCW. I, I don't... I couldn't... 
It looked like it looked like him with with red tights on, but I couldn't tell. It was somebody bigger too. I thought for a second it was fucking me. It was Ted DiBiase, but I wasn't sure. I don't fucking know. Somebody was in there. But WWF is on because the dad, the abusive ass dad, is sitting there watching wrestling, and you could tell he must have just got finished beating on the kid again because the mom and the kid are in the bathroom and she looked like she's kind of like helping him clean up a wound or something. She's like, "It's okay." But then also, but then you see out the window, your man Job is out there. And he puts him to sleep. Go to sleep. And then you hear that lawnmower. And the dudes in the living room are like, yo, what, what's that noise? And all of a sudden, blah! Lawnmower busts through the door. It's chasing through the crib. And it's like I said, this is the only scene taken from Stephen King out of this whole movie. It's him getting chased around the house with the lawnmower. He, I think he gets into the backyard. And then it looks like off screen somebody just threw a fucking lawnmower at him because it like flies and goes right into his head. Yeah. And he's now dead. Bars. <laughs> Angelo comes back basically to chaos. It's the morning now. He come back, police tape everywhere, police everywhere. He goes and talk to the cop. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, old Marnie was just running around the streets laughing to herself. So she's fucked. This dude is like uh, cut up in pieces everywhere. Cause Where's the rest of his pieces? In the uh, bird bath. In the bird bath. And your boy Angelo's like, God damn. And he, they don't think nobody ever talks about Jake because I guess nobody gives a fuck. But then your boy Joe got mind control over these niggas because he Jedi mind tricks them because they look over... The two cops look over and they see Job standing there. And then all of a sudden they look back at Angelo and he's like, yeah, you know, shit happens. Accidents happen. It's all good. I'll go fill out a report for this. He's like, wait, you just said it was murder. He's like, nah, it ain't murder. You know, shit happens. It's fine. And that's when Angelo turns his head and sees Job and he knows exactly what the fuck done happened. These are not the droids you're looking for. Pretty much. He goes back home and Job didn't, he done got to uh, Angelo's wife. Because now she's got like the old, like stereotypical housewife shit on where she got the apron on. She's in there cooking dinner and baking shit. She's like, oh, hi, honey. I've been waiting for you to get home. Complete 180 from how she was earlier. And your boy, no, he's like, nah, nah, where this nigga at, bro? This ain't right. Then he goes down to the basement. Your boy Job is down there in the VR machine. And he tells him, he's like, hey, bro, look, I'm about to become a being of pure power in this bitch. And when I'm and I'm gonna get into the system, I'm gonna be all over. I'm gonna control cyberspace. I'm going to be the cyber god. Get the title. And he's like, you'll know I did this. You'll know I reached my goal. Because when I get in there, I'm gonna make phones ring all across the world, all at the same time. And when you hear that sound, that lets you know I'm in this bitch. I'm in there. That's right. Skynet is operational in this motherfucker. Basically. Jesus. But Angelo, he reads Angelo's thoughts, and he realizes that people from VSI are coming to get his ass. So he's like, oh. Oh, Nick, so you betrayed me now, too. All right, nigga. Tied his ass up. And he uh, he's like, I got something for your ass. Since you want to you wanna fuck with me? Put this VR headset on. You about to watch your wife get smoked, nigga. Man. Tell me about it, camera. <clears throat> so, I guess he's mind controlling the wife. Yep. And um, what was they like? The people from, just some like worker, VSI people came to the door Knocked on the door. So first of all, the wife grabbed was a little revolver. A six shooter, yeah. Grabbed a little revolver out the door. 357 or something. She go to the door. When they knock, she answered the door. They ask about where her husband is. Oh, he's here. Yeah, and she pulled that bitch out and start getting, and get the buck in the dude. Knocked on the door. Hit him with all was, six shots. She hit all six on him like a jackass. <laughs> so on the VR set, they show her shooting dude. And uh, the other dude get out, and they just show like a little light burst, and it's really him, you know. I guess piecing her up with a machine gun. 
<laughs> and they don't show her again. She gets her ass sprayed. And she gets sprayed off camera. Dude, yeah. you know. No, 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 no. They show her get sprayed. Yeah, she got sprayed. They do yeah, show she... her. They show the squibs and shit they, pop they show off. Her get sprayed, yeah. yeah, yeah. She got like a ton of them right in her chest area. They late ventilated her ass. And then my man yeah. start to yelling and shit. You know. Like, he... no! He he's salty, but he really don't give a fuck, you know. He he don't care for real, cause he pulled a Chris, you know. Uh, he nah. started trying to fuck the neighbor <laughs> literally right after. Well, I was gonna say he pulled a Chris for Resident Evil too, cause your man just be like, no, don't, <laughs> no, no. don't. like fake oh, as nah. Yeah. So that's yeah. how she got killed. She was she was pointless. Like I said, in the theatrical cut, she's not even there. So yeah, she useless. She got what was coming to her. And then, like you said, it opens him up for you to get his Chris on. Mm-hmm. Just cut the, yes, just cut sir. The Chris with the Birdman. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. He's dead, and I go fuck his wife. The, the neighbor's <laughs> neighbor's husband's in pieces in the bird bath, and his wife is <laughs> pieces on Swiss the cheese on the porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no better time. No no courts involved. That's right. <laughs> we ain't got no more limitations, baby. He damn right. <laughs> Hey, Chris, like, hey, fuck y'all, bro. Hey, <laughs> you got to move all sometime. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Joe goes up to VSI. He actually makes his home, but he, like, mind controls it. Well, he has a mind control, but he, like, talks to his boy Terry, the other gardener dude, through his mind, and has him come pick him up. Wait, man, am I skipping ahead a little bit? Did, no, um, I don't think. I there's don't... just that, that, oh, the, I VR head. I was about to say, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I just skipped that because uh, there's two other guards out front after the one smoked his wife and uh, he he balls them. I don't know how else to describe the shit. He basically ripped apart like all the, I guess there'd be like their neurons and protons, all this shit. I don't know if you want to say that, be scientific about the shit. Particleized. They, they turn into balls. You ever see this game called Balls 3D? That's what the oh, fuck they, yeah. yeah That's what that shit looked like. They turned them into little balls that spread apart. Well, one of them, one of them he killed quick. The other one that is like the lead security guard dude. He actually makes him suffer for a while because he's sitting there just bought and he opens up his shirt and he just got like this little hell vortex in his chest. You all right, Cameron? Are you drinking more liquor? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> that, that, yeah. Hit, that hit for a second. <coughs> it did. I'm good. Gee. Balls 3D. Balls 3D. So he, he, calls his boy, <laughs> he calls his boy Terry. They go out to VSI. Is that a Sega game? Yes. Answer with Nintendo, I'm pretty sure. But um, I think so. oh, no, I got that confused with Vector Man. Oh, Vector Man. Well, I mean, that's kind of still Vector Man was It's a late Sega Sat or Sega Sat. So is that what he was shooting in the in the the game you was playing today? Was he the little balls he was shooting in the? Oh, maybe. Is that what he's supposed to be doing? I guess turning so. people into turning balls. Turning people into balls. Yeah, I guess. So. Huh? I didn't think about that. Makes sense. Yeah, the game makes more sense once you see the movie. I guess it does because you're collecting discs too. Uh-huh, See, okay. <laughs> yeah, the only thing they made him look like Doc. That was and 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 get out the level. You gotta go to the little hexagon that says. Yeah, access. I've seen that. Like the end, end of the movie. Like, okay. Yeah. See, they play. Watched the movie when they made the game. They did. <laughs> yeah. Um. Peter and his mom. They get back to the crib, <laughs> and they pick up Angelo. Are they helping? Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. That's sick. If you know what he's talking about, you know what I'm referencing. Yeah. That's sick. Uncle Ben's last words. Peter. <laughs> and he got his ass smoked. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Spider-Man's not happy about us laughing at this. Oh, well, shit. Fuck him. Yeah, pretty much. Peter. It's, it's his fault. 
Shit shit. Well, I seen in Spider Man 3 the Sandman that was like, nah, bro, I apologize. Nah, ain't no apology about it. <laughs> Beat your ass. <laughs> it, it was an accident in Spider Man 3. It wasn't no goddamn accident. <laughs> Explaining me how that's my problem, bitch. Explaining me how that's, that's my the best problem. part of the movie. Dude was like, oh, okay, all right, nigga. All right, yeah. your uncle about to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> See how tough you are. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, your boy Angelo gets a ride over to VSI. With uh, next door wifey and the kid Peter, which looks like Skynet. Do 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 do. A yeah. lot of this movie is. It's a year after T two. It's a lot of these things of Skynet. Life is Skynet almost. We're getting there, folks. Life is this movie as well. Yeah, yeah VR is actually a thing. You now, throw that man. Oculus on, you might be in this fucking movie. That's pretty much what they were. Yeah, you just ain't on like a big. Giant it even looked like it a little big bulky. Yeah. Oh, they had the little floating mouse thing too. That kind of looks like the Oculus controller. Yeah, yeah we there, bro. Uh-huh. The lawnmower man's in your head now, Cameron. <laughs> there you go. Over, uh, oh, outside VSI. To get the uh, guards out his way, your boy Joe makes a big swarm of Wu-Tang killer bees on the swarm out here. And <laughs> killer they, bees on attack. And they were actually not really fucking with the guards until they started shooting at him. Then your boy Joe looked back and he's like, oh, word? <laughs> the fuck y'all just do? So then he sent all the killer bees out of the ass and they just show him like, going like, ah! They're waving off they pretty much <laughs> waving off CGI bugs and dying harder than Bruce Willis. But your man gets there and your boy Joe is like, alright man, I'm about to roll out. He's like, alright bro, I'll peace out, I'll holler at you later. But then, blow! So Terry gets smoked. First of all, this nigga kills people by, kill, he kills them by anxiety. <laughs> yeah. He gives them anxiety attacks so they die. There you go. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Hey, it works though. And then, like you said, they they shot my man. He's like, all right, you see you later. Bow. Bow. He, he just, Went to the chest. Bow. He just kind of looked down and was like, Ugh. Just gave like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's over, like, bro. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's over. And then your boy Joe, of course, is pissed because that was like his one. Other than Peter, that was like his other friend. So he makes that guard that shot and like put the sniper rifle up to his mouth and like, Bow. blow his fucking head off. All right in the kisser. Job gets inside. He goes into the boss's office, blows up all his discs in there, and then turns that dude into balls. But he makes his, he kind of tortures him with the balls because he keeps making him like contract and expand and shit. So he's like dead, but not fully dead. And then he goes, gets in the VR machine and fully uh, sacrifices his body to get all the way into the VR world. So now his body is just like a little husk up in the little gyroscope machine, whatever the fuck it's called. And while he's doing that, your boy Angelo. Finally, Pierce Brosnan is channeling his inner James Bond. He's setting bombs, timer bombs everywhere. And he sees Job's body and realizes, like, Job is gone. So he's got to get into the cyber world to go confront your boy Job. And it's probably where most of the fucking budget for the movie went. Because you get this whole VR face-off with Cyber Job and Angelo in there. And he does, like I said, he puts him like up on the cross. More Bible imagery and all that. And he's fucking Pierce Brosnan up. Until he hears Peter in the background. He's like, Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> and yeah, because he, he tries to detonate, like detonate, defuse the bombs or whatever, but Angela's like, nah, bro, you gave up your body. You gave up all means in this physical world, bro. You are virtual. So you can't fuck with these bombs out here. And your boy gets pissed because now he has to try and he's trying to, because your boy Angela also locked off access so that he can't get out the mainframe here at VSI. So. He's trying his hardest to just get the fuck out of there. But when the, he sees that bombs are going off, are about to go off, and Peter's there, he lets Angelo go free to get Peter the fuck out of there. But after he does that, though, he's still trying to escape. And he's going, like, super fast, like, 
opening up all these little hexagon pathways. But right at the last second, he finds a back door, a maintenance hatch, and he gets out to the cyber world. But you don't know that for sure because your boy gets back outside with Peter. They go back home. Your man's like, hey, man, look, I'm not fucking with VSI no more. They trying to do some bullshit with my, my uh, prototypes and all that. I'm going underground and I'm going to continue my work there. And I got me a new family now. I got a new wife and kid. Because like the camera said, her dude dead, my girl dead. Let's come together, baby. Rule number one. Get the pussy for it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as they're going out the door, though, what happens? All the, do- all the phones start ringing. We're just saying, basically, Job is like, hey, nigga, I made it. And that's how the movie it's ends. Home. Ends abruptly with phone calls ringing all through the sky all over the world. Joe was in the cyberspace as credits roll. That was the Lawnmower Man, folks. Lots of VR fuckery. So I'm going to play promo and then we'll come back and tell you what we all thought of the Lawnmower Man. Chris and Cameron are both on their phone, so that's telling me what they thought of the Lawnmower Man. I'll be right back. Wow, you look great. Thanks. It's because I've been listening to the So Wizard Podcast. So Wizard Podcast? That's that weekly nerdy movie review and news podcast, right? That's right. And it's available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. They even have a YouTube channel, too. Hey, I'm going to go listen to So Wizard Podcast right now. Four nerds with the weekly podcast and a YouTube channel about movies. Check out So Wizard Podcast today at SoWizardPodcast.com. So, who wants to go first? Um, so, what did you think of Lamar Man, Chris? I mean, it started out kind of interesting, like where mm-hmm. I was going with the... Um, with uh, the concept of uh, him uh, boosting his brain through all the, through all everything through everything going on and stuff, then the craziness ends up going on, and it starts kind of getting boring after that. <laughs> <laughs> until the, like the until the until the climax, and it, it I didn't kind of grab me after that. The VR scenes didn't grab you here in twenty twenty two. The VR was kind of doo doo. <laughs> I just think, I think it's kind of trash. <laughs> so, what you what do you think overall? What's your final score for the movie? Hmm. I think a five. Five out of ten. All right. Do you think it's hard to say because I know you haven't seen the theatrical cut? But you, do you think it would have worked better at an hour and forty eight minutes instead of two and a half? Um, with the with the right cuts, it probably it probably would have. But this the uh, from what it seems like, they probably just they probably didn't make the right cuts. They cut out a lot of shit. Like I said, that's like you only like you said, almost an hour of the movie is cut the fuck out. Like yeah, said, the wife is completely gone. <laughs> I mean that that kind of made no difference. So very true. And like I don't I don't know what else really got cut other than uh some of the stuff with the priest I remember got cut. So there's a couple of little extra scenes with the priest. Let me see if I can find like what the fuck got cut up. But would you see five? Yeah. Would you be interested to watch the other cut to see the differences? Or are you just done? I'm done. <laughs> there you go, Cameron. 
What's up? Um, I don't know. Honestly, the movie wasn't terrible. I mean, like y'all said, it could have been a lot. Like, I think the other cut probably would have been more interesting to watch. Like you said, the wife, she could have been completely cut out. She annoyed the fuck out of me, so I wish she wasn't there. So with the wife gone, that should have been completely done with. It was, yeah, I feel like a lot of little homie family scenes could have been cut too. Get to, I don't know, get straight to the fucking point. Because I feel like that first hour, like I was saying to you, the first hour had a lot of shit. It made that hour long as hell. We was only at an hour and 11 minutes, and it felt like we watched two hours of it. Mm-hmm. That 30 more minutes of that movie would have been perfectly fine. Not a whole other hour and 10 minutes. I can, I can tell you, here's a here's a crazy one. I didn't realize it was this much of a difference. But the scene with Job and the monkey, like where they're all trying to get the monkey back and they get shot and everything, the theatrical version, that whole scene plays out in a minute and 20 seconds. And this version, it was 13 minutes. So that's how much longer him showing the the fucking monkey the cyberborg or cyborg comics didn't make it didn't fucking matter yeah because they don't even reference cyborg really a whole lot after the fucking restaurant scene so who fuck cares yeah it didn't really matter so that that was trash the fucking wife was fucking trash like a lot of like you said a lot of that shit should have been taken out it was way too fucking long I mean I stayed awake only because I was trying to relate the fucking game to the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I showed you it the game. A lot, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot more con- context uh, that they really cut out that it wasn't necessary. But and it just seems like the movie it just wasn't it wouldn't have been good anyway. Yeah. Well, everything they cut out and a lot of Pierce's like fucking depression shit could have been taken out too. We get it. You're fucking sad. Your wife's a piece of shit, bitch. Yeah, that's what could have been your really fucking cut out. your fucking job sucks. Uh, Your life sucks. Like, we get it. You're fucking depressed. We didn't need to see him be sad all the fucking time. Get the fuck off. I found something here. It says, uh, the biggest elements of the shit that got cut deals with this fucking chimpanzee. It says that the original theatrical release had a large element cut from it involving the chimpanzee. In the film's opening, this chimpanzee escapes the lab and is helped by Joe, who then witnesses it shot dead. This then led to other, several other cuts throughout the film to remove the callback to this plot element. And the director's cut these elements are noticed, was it? Or whatever. So basically that, like I was saying, that whole like, it's a minute and a half in the theatrical cut, but here it's like 13 minutes. So they had to cut all that out. And then all references later to that scene also had to be cut out so it would make sense. So that is the reason why this shit is so long. So that monkey has a lot of the fucking plot in this fucking movie. And it doesn't need to be there. No. The monkey, like you said, they did, I think they did okay with cuts. The monkey and the wife didn't need to be there. At all. The monkey and the wife did not need to fucking be there. Yeah, with the shit. Well, like I said, because I've seen it. This is my first time seeing this version. I've seen the other version a bunch of other times. But it pretty much does make sense now I think about it. Because, yeah, it there's there are certain weird things. Like, it is weird in the theater cooker to see the wife only once and then never again. It's fucking kind of weird. And the monkey thing. I kind of, you get the point of the monkey. You don't need to see all this extra shit with the monkey. I get it. I don't need to see all this. So like if you had left a lot of the monkey shit out and maybe left like one or two extra scenes with the wife or even just left the part in there with the wife. Okay. Left the part in there where the wife like uh Hello? she gets shot. But yeah, nah, I can see why some cuts were there and I can see why some some could have been like there's like there you could even make a, a third version where it's like you can cut some stuff but then put some stuff back. Like if you can make it to where this shit is like tw- two hours, cut out like another 22 minutes or something, it might be better. I think. Okay. Oh, you never said a number, Cam. Uh, I, mean, I think I cut you off, my bad. 
Yeah. I think I agree with him. I give it like a five or a six. Which one though? <laughs> Are you gonna be nicer? I'm never nice. <laughs> I don't like to be nice. I like to feel evil. No shit. <laughs> nah, I give it That's a fair. I give it a five. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great neither. Question to you then: Would you be interested in seeing the theatrical cut after this one to see if you like it more? Or we like Chris, and you just like ah, I'm good. I don't think I would remember half of the shit that we just saw. Oh, there you so go. probably wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> Honestly, I probably should have watched the other version first. Yeah, I was just curious to watch this one because I had y'all gave me a reason to finally watch it after all this. Time. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I already saw the nostalgia critic Cliff Notes version, which I think what it was it was the theatrical cut. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, it's, this one's easier to find. They finally did release this one. For a long time, it was hard to even find a director's cut. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I'd have watched the other version first and then watched this, it would have made more sense. Now, if I go back and watch the other one, I feel like it's going to piss me off. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of shit you ain't going to see now. Yeah, it's going to be like, what Maybe that's the difference because I've, I've, I've had that. I've, I've seen that one a bunch and I've seen, I've just seen this one. So it's like I, could, I saw the cuts, I could tell it. Mm-hmm. I always like this movie, though. It's I dope. will give it credit to whoever made the game. They they stayed true to the fucking movie. They did. Yeah. They stayed almost exact to the fucking movie. It's like I said, then we found out that the Sega CD game, basically, the plot of it, from what I could tell, is we watched a little long play of it for a minute, is that it takes place directly after the end of this movie. Because it shows Angelo, the girl, and the kid, like, or Peter and them going up the stairs. But then the video game is like, hey, he got into cyberspace. And he's like, nah, fuck, I'm not done with y'all yet. So he actually zaps them and pulls them into the cyber world. And so now the game is them trying to escape Joe Blow shit. I did I did read about the second movie. That, oh. That's nothing I would ever be. Beyond cyberspace. I would never want to watch that. That movie has absolutely fucking nothing to do with this either. Other than it having Joe. It like takes place way in the future. There's a fucking dog, I think, that plays a disc or like watches a DVD or something. I remember like that I was laughing at. It like puts it they showed a little dog Paul putting a DVD in the player or something. Yeah, I would never watch it. Let me see, what is the let me just get up the plot. I'm well, you gonna you gonna watch it one day. You'll know. I seen it was like the kid's supposed to be like sixteen and cyber. I think it's the same kid. Yeah, cyberpunk Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And they he find he's supposed to be a computer hacker or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's he, a bunch of them. He finds the fucking Joel guy or a Job guy, and he's supposed to be trying to help him do some bullshit. Yeah, it's six years after this movie. What? Yeah, but it's like completely. I guess the cyber virtual shit picked up, <laughs> so now everything is looks like the fucking Blade Runner or something now in that movie. It's dumb as hell. I do have it upstairs, though. So, uh, I had to buy it. But the main thing I always remember about that movie is that for some reason they advertised the fuck out of it on WCW Nitro. There's several episodes where like there's like coming to theaters, lot more man too beyond cyberspace. Like I remember seeing that all the time. I mean, shoot, advertising space is advertising space, I guess. Lot more man too says, oh, God, that's a long plot summary. After the destruction of virtual space industries at the end of the first film, Job is discovered in the rubble and is brought to the facilities of Jonathan Walker. Yeah, okay, I remember that now. I remember being confused because they, like, find his body, but his body was all shriveled up in the first movie. Yeah. I don't remember how the fuck it... Whatever. Uh, his face is reconstructed and he's hooked back online through virtual reality to work for Walker. Several years later in a dystopian Los Angeles, Peter is now a teenager and a, <laughs> a computer hacker living in the subways with a group of runaway teenagers after the first film. Job finds Peter online and asks him to find Benjamin Trace, the founder of virtual reality. After finding Trace and bringing him to his hideout, Peter discovers Job is looking to start a new world order. New world order. New world order. <laughs> talking about WCW. Using Walker's technology. Now Trace, Peter, Trace's former lover, Corey, and Peter's friends are on a race against time to stop Job and Walker from enslaving humanity through virtual reality. 
Notice that Pierce Brosnan is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, at this point, he probably got too big for it. This is after GoldenEye now. Yep. <laughs> so he's like, fuck that shit. Fuck that. There's one Pierce Brosnan movie I always liked where it's like him and Patrick Stewart. I think they got beef. I think it's called Detonator. They made two of me, and I fucking love those two movies as a kid. <laughs> I still had the DVDs upstairs, but I remember that. But yeah, so Lawnmower Man 2, I'll make them watch it one day. You watch the they're going to watch it. They might not watch this one again, but they're going to watch that second one at some point. Uh, I was going to give it a seven, though. Oh, I like this movie. I will say, I think I, after seeing the longer cut, I actually prefer the theatrical cut. Because I was going to say I was going to get it. It's probably like a six, but I was like, yeah, I'll just get it. It's a seven. I'll just give it a I, It can keep it seven from the theatrical cut. It's nice to see some of the gaps filled in with the plot. Mm-hmm. But like Cameron said, a lot of it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So it's one of those things where I'm sure the studio told this nigga like, yeah, no. You're going to get this under two hours. Yeah, cut this shit down. And so him cutting out that shit with the monkey made him have to cut out a bunch of other shit. But honestly, I think it flowed better that way. So like from this point forward, I'll probably just, if I watch it again, which I've seen this movie dozens of times. I used to love it when I was younger. I would just probably watch the theatrical cut. I'm a sucker for anything sci-fi and VR and cyberpunk. So I mean, it's, it's not, <laughs> yeah, me too, when it's done right. <laughs> Very true. And like I said, I think the theatrical cut may have been... I think y'all would have liked it more if we watched that version because it has been shorter for one. But. I found some facts I, I, about this movie. What's some facts about this movie? The film CGI company went on to become Rockstar San Diego. Oh, Grant Nice. Yeah. Okay. At least, they, at least they got somewhere. Comic writer Grant Morrison pitched a Matrix-like sequel. Grant Morris, what did he make? He did the Superman runs, I think, or something like that. There you go, okay. So, like, I know that name. An all-star Superman... Ah, okay. That's one of the big ones. It says CGI artists spent eight months working on just the digital sequences. Now I can see that. Like I said, for '92, it doesn't. It's not terrible for '92. I mean, now of course you look at it. Like, I feel like I've had to watch Johnny Mnemonic, but it's not terrible. Johnny Mnemonic did come out three years later, though. <laughs> which I also do like that movie too. So. And it finished second in box offices behind Wayne's World. So if it was second, I mean, the people did go see. Like, well, I said this is. Like nowadays, movies make hundreds of millions of dollars. Back then, like thirty two million would have been like, all right, give it a sequel. Yeah. Shit, a sequel full is up. Oh hell yeah! Of course it did. It's not even none of none of the, except for the kid. None of the same fucking people were there. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> well, your one your man's got too popular with James Bond. He would have never. Done yeah, he's not coming back. Well, shit, this, I can see the second one cost fifteen million and made two point four. Yeesh. That's some biggity bomb, biggity, 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 biggity bomb. Bomb, biggity bomb, biggity bomb, 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 bomb. Pierce Brosnan had no idea what the CGI looked like until the movie was finished. Yeah, you wouldn't unless you're there with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't bad, though. It was, it was not bad. I, see, I like it. I like it. It was average. Better. I feel like the game's music made, gave it some points, too. I said the game was the boosting game was the score a little hard. bit. The, I told you the Super Nintendo game is fun as fuck. I love that game. The game was kind of hard. The Sega CD game was hard for the time, too. And listen, the moan-like eerie sound effect in the Access Granite scene where Joe finds the back door is taken straight from the scene in Evil Dead 1981 ah. where the evil spirit dies. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I, I think, think I did know. You know what I have mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. At the end of the movie. Yep. Several of the symbols Job sees flying at him during the first VR treatment are demon evocation seals taken from the infamous Key of Solomon. Yeah. Mm. What is that? I don't know. That Chris is, knows. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty much uh, any of those like demon like circles you would you would see like somebody drawing demonic circles and stuff no. like that. Johnny Demonic. It was discovered through FBI tapes that this was former Waco. Cult leader David Koresh's favorite movie. David Koresh, yeah. This was his favorite movie, I guess. 
The eight minutes of computer-generated effects took seven people eight months to complete on a budget of $500,000. Oh, so it only cost $500,000 of the budget. Now. That's crazy. Where the fuck did $10 million go then? I the thought that's where, where the cop, Troy Evans, says the missing piece of the dead man is in the birdbath is the only thing exactly quoted 100% from Stephen King's short story. Mm. The rest of that money, probably a chunk of that went, went to... Uh, Stephen King for for that lawsuit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there was actually a video game sequel to this called Cyber War. That's what I was looking at. This is a, yeah, this is a direct sequel to the video game adaptation of the film. Also, oh, it's a sequel to the video game. Well, there you there go. go. Lawnmower Man. Five, five, seven. There you go, folks. But we got segments on this show now that we're done talking about movies. We got Black History for that ass from Urban Intellectuals because you're going to learn something today, nigga. What you, <laughs> you got, camera? Or who you got, sorry? Tamara L. Holmes. What's up with her? She was born on July 29th, 1978. She's still alive. Hey. Uh, Tamara. That would have been, yeah, Tamara. She's the president and CEO of Aerostar Consulting Corporation. Virtual Space Industry. <laughs> Founder of Aerostar... Avion Institute NFP. NFP. <laughs> we all we got. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Mission is to enhance, promote, and support the global impact of aviation and aeronautical career path opportunities for youth and young adults, particularly female, minority, underprivileged, and at risk. Mm. Aerostar. Started in 2008, served over 2,000 students and partnered with Boeing. What's that? Boeing United States. I know of it. I can't remember. It's uh, Air Force That's like Air, that's like, it's like airplanes oh, and shit, right? Well, them and NASA. Holmes had been a TEDx speaker inducted into the Illinois Aviation Hall of Fame an Obama Foundation Summit invitee. invitee. If I said invitee. I'm <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> and the best Bessie Coleman Aviation Award winner and STEM and STEM Entrepreneur of the Year by uh, Greetha Foundation. Not for me. Me neither. Graduated SIUC. I'm assuming that's Southern Illinois University. I don't know. That's you Chicago. know more about that shit than I do. I think it's Southern Illinois University of Chicago. Oh, okay. That's what, I know Illinois. I think that's right. right. I might be wrong. But I think that's right. With me, with a bachelor's in aviation management and is an aviation and STEM education expert and international speaker. And it says advice, have faith, is more effective than being fearful. Mm. And that is Tamara L. Holmes. There you go. That was a struggle to read. I saw it. There was a lot on the back of that one. Jesus. <laughs> that go. shit went blurry a couple times. <laughs> oh, There we go. Well, Tamara, turn us up. All that being said, Chris, where can they find you online if you want them to find you? So, I still got my, my Twitter. It's just ChrisCross018 and then... Uh, Facebook, Chris Smith. Uh, I tried to do the Snapchat thing. It just, I deleted it. It's, it's, it ain't, yeah, it ain't, it's, nothing, it ain't for me. It's a, it's a waste unless you 
doing some shit in the background you ain't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want people reading them messages. Ruben. <laughs> get on off of here. <laughs> As you speak, I am currently on here. <laughs> he said, nah, it's, maybe it's time I get the fuck I don't, I don't talk to enough people that need Snapchat, honestly. What about you, Cameron? Uh, my Twitter is Coach Cam Fullen. Yep. I believe. I'm sure it's still. Do you good. have to put the capitals in that shit? Y'all don't even really have matter? to. Bro. I can tell you right now. Why are you talking? Because it's like, they made me put capitals, but like, do they even need to be there? I don't think they matter. Nope. You have, do you have two or am I tripping? Hold on. I see two pages. You see the other one? The old one? You have two. The old one. Oh, let me look at these names. Eric Cameron 24. No, they both just say Coach Cam Fullen. Unless well, it changed, just popped up twice for something. I changed my name. So, I don't know. Well, there you go. Twitter. That's my Twitter name. Uh, my Instagram name is Three Ring Sniper. Yes, sir. And my Facebook name is just Cameron Fuller. And there you go. That's it for me. I don't think I have any other social media. I don't have any. Other I don't think I have anything. I was trying to think, was there any other ones? No, I don't think I have any. Not unless you're trying to get up Snapchat. <laughs> I I be on there, but I don't. I don't take pictures for real. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thought I could be able to get away with, but it's just it's not for me. Not not for what I want to do. Like yeah. I get on there when I'm bored, and I just like see what other people are doing with their lives and comment. But I don't really, I don't give a fuck to post what I'm doing. You don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mind your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Mind your goddamn business. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for me, though. All right. Well, if you don't know by now, I'll tell you again. You can find me on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase oddcast, HVH podcast on Twitter and on Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. Facebook is Home Video Hustle. YouTube is Home Video Hustle. We put out new videos every Wednesday. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Home Video Hustle. If you want to help support the show, give us a couple dollars and we'll get you a couple episodes. I got to get back on doing them bonus episodes, man. It's been hectic. I started a new job. Mm. Left a new job. Mm. About to start another new job. That. Schoolwork whooping my ass. Mm-hmm. That fucking basically all I had Thursday and Friday off because I had two days in between jobs. Spent that shit pretty much doing schoolwork. So I had five and a fucking half hours of video to watch and then do questions and take notes. I, I would show them the notebook so they could see the struggles, but it's all the way over there off of the up. But <laughs> I've been busy. But hopefully I won't be as busy. We'll see. I'll get back on it this time. But all that being said, patreon.com slash home video. So you get bonus episodes, full length video recordings that I need to start posting again. And you can make us watch movies. One dollar tier. You can do it once. Three dollar tier. You can keep doing it as long as you fucking want to. And PJ has not here, been here, but he has music on SoundCloud at 614P underscore music. And he should be back sometime. He'll probably be back when the summer's over, honestly. I'm not going to front with y'all no more. I think that's he's going to be gone until the summer. <laughs> he got freedom right now to do his music thing and everything he's gonna do that so he should be back hopefully around sometime in maybe August or early September we'll see what happens I'll be here mm-hmm. if you want that <laughs> Chris and Cameron might be here hey people seem to want that you got Cameron getting, why not getting love from fans you got Chris telling people how like how precious Chris is on the microphone that's, that was actually the word that was used Chris is so precious I love Chris you got the ladies okay. liking you. Yeah, they, they, there's all ladies. LL Cool Chris. Pretty much LL Cool C. Hey. Oh, don't be Cool C, actually. He in jail. He's in jail. For killing the first black woman cop in Philadelphia. I'm it was sure. good, though. Hey! Yes, sir. Where they hit your Chris? At Chris Cross 018 on Twitter. There you go. Damn, skip. Or Chris Smith. 
He's like, or he got the personal on Facebook. Facebook. He's like, you can just hit me up on Facebook directly, motherfucker. FBC. That's right. Uh, what else I got to tell? What else I normally tell y'all? I don't think I got. I think I'm good. I don't think I listen to Trey Voorhees, the homie. He by he. Oh, I don't know if it's out by now. He t- he got a new video out, but the single hasn't hit Spotify and all that yet. But he said when it does, he's gonna send it to me. I saw I put it at the end of the episode. So if you hear it, that means it's out. But if you don't nice. hear it, it means it's coming soon. Uh I think that's about it. So I think I'm gonna hit this button. Fuck it. <laughs> I can't think of nothing else. So DJs, DJs, DJs. Damn right. Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever fuck day you listen to this on. If you want to watch the Lawnmower Man, go and just watch the theatrical cut, probably. If you've seen the theatrical cut, watch the director's cut so you can see all the differences and everything. I've seen them both now, and I think I pref- honestly prefer the director's cut just because it goes a little bit faster. Pacing is a little bit better. Director's cut does lag in some spots, and it's all because of that damn monkey. That monkey. Not that Sasquatch. I got to chuck out the camera. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell's coming next week, but it'll be something. Yeah. So come back next week, and I'll have something for that ass. Peace. Peace. <laughs>